BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. All right. It's Friday. You can't say we finally made it. It's a short week. You don't get that opportunity. Yeah, you're right, but it feels like a longer week. Uh, For some reason, these four days have taken longer than the typical five to me. Why is (laughs) Uh, that? It's not payday. That's why. Friday's always payday. (laughs) It's not payday. That's what I mean. That's that's the gist of everything that's going on on this week, man. There's nothing other than that. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, man, you know, we had the fourth, the weekend and whatnot. Um, Everybody did with, you know, soft fireworks and everything else. I didn't Um, see any fireworks. You didn't. I I actually went out. I don't I don't dive into the fireworks. You don't delve. You're not not really. I'm not a fireworksman. I bought some. You bought bought some. Yeah, I bought like a hundred, 120 bucks worth. You are the guy in the neighborhood (laughs) that all of a sudden, like. You don't set one or two off. It's nine o'clock or ten o'clock at night, and you light everything you possibly own on fire, bro. I, I, you know what? I, I, I was kind of messed up too because um, uh-huh. I had some you know teenage cousins over too. I let them light a couple, you know what I'm saying? And they're yeah. all scared, and if they go to try to light it, then it starts lighting, then they hauling ass running, trying to get away. Mm-hmm. Ah, you know what I mean? It, it was, it was. I enjoyed it, man. I yeah. it's the first time I ever did it. Just don't first go time. Jason Pierre Paul on us yeah. here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, that's right. the thing, man. No wonder why you get these looks. You think you get these looks because of the junkers that you leave out front. It's because you are the asshole that lights all the fireworks right. off, even when it's not July 4th. It's right. July 9th I, I and you lighting fireworks off. That's that I still Brooks got a couple guy left, again. too. Wait I still a got a couple left, too. Be honest with ourselves uh, out here, all of us. Do you still have your Christmas lights up? No, I don't have them up. I don't have them up. <laughs> I don't have them up. I, I, I took them down. Okay, yeah, I was, when? I, you know, I actually took it down a week. Yeah, <laughs> I took it down a week later. Okay. I did it a week later. Wow. I didn't want. I didn't want to go through all that. I, I didn't want to go through the house and have people talk about me. So mm. yeah, you know. See, I like leaving the tree up for some reason until like into February, like Super Bowl. That's like usually that's like, the end. The that's called laziness. There. That's that is no. That's it's not. It's cool. I just like the oh. tree with the white <laughs> lights on it. It just looks cool. Like I put it on in lieu of turning a, a regular lamp on or something. It's it's just a cool look. 
You yeah, just lead it, you just lead it right up right up into Valentine's Day. You just, right. just lead right up. Exactly. <laughs> like, what's wrong? Seriously, the only thing that's wrong is society is telling you this. Exactly. Is Look, this is uh, this is somebody who was raised predominantly now in, in a mixed religious household on my dad's side, but more so than not in a Jewish faith household that got to celebrate Christmas with my stepmother and her family. But my goodness, man, like what's wrong? I, I never understood that especially with the advent and explosion of the fake tree. What's wrong with keeping a fake tree right. dressed up 12 months a year? I agree. It's a chore. Why not? It's a chore. It's a chore in my house. No, the, the fake tree. It's a fake tree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, saying, I'm saying, I just want to say, I got three fake trees, and all three of them are like nine foot. So, okay. And putting them up and taking them down is a chore. Like, you got you to gotta mark a day off in your but calendar. That's what I'm saying. Just leave them up. That's right. the, that's what Aton's getting at. Like, I get it. It's a chore, especially you have multiple trees, which is yeah, kind of a cool of, yeah. move. That's a power flex move right there. Yeah. He's got – I got one tree. That's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't realize there was that much. Man. We got a designated um, closet in the basement with all Christmas decorations. Oh, Okay. So it's a pain in the ass bringing them up the stairs, taking them down. I'm like, yo, I'm like, yeah. I mean, I last year I put it up two weeks before. Some uh -huh. people put it up the day after. Uh, it's like a, it's like a holiday thing. A day yeah, after yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, the, the Black Friday or whatever they call right. that. Yeah. Shopping. Can we say that anymore? No. Black Friday <laughs> is it, or is, is it, it politically correct? Now? I don't know. Probably I can't not. tell anymore. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm surprised they haven't come for that. That's that's like an obvious one. That's yeah. Like, oh yeah. Very offensive. Uh, oh, man. No, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Is That's it for the Bucks. Yeah. That's what I'll tell you. Oh, Seriously. It, hey, our our guy Middleton, he stinks. Awful. <laughs> and, and look, here's, here's what I'd say. You know, the one thing you can kind of relate it here to Philadelphia would be be careful what you wish for. Giannis Attentacumpo is a great talent, mm -hmm. but he has to be one of the most selfish basketball players. How many times are not one, but two guys open on the wing or behind the arc, and he's insisting on putting his head down and trying to draw the foul with a bad shot with two or three guys around him? Now, more often than not, he gets the foul call, so I don't hate it, and then he goes to the line and then fill in the Makes blank. one but of two. I'm yeah. sitting there watching like that's – look, it's just not – it's not fun for me. If it's fun for others, that's fine. I'm not going to argue with you or Barrett or anybody else today, but that was not fun to me to, to watch a guy just cradle and put his head down and hope he draws the foul. And I think, honestly, and the only reason why I bring this up real quick is I think if Giannis makes three or four extra passes in that game, they could win it last night. It was mm. that close towards the end where I think they probably could have at least tightened it up. Well, how about the possession where the Suns made like 10 or 11 passes and ended up with a, with a basket? That was impressive. Crazy, yeah. wasn't it? Seriously. Yeah. No, you get it. No, you get it. No, right. no it's your turn. It's your turn. I mean, I'm it's thinking like Nor Coach Norman Dale was on the sideline <laughs> for that one, man. You know, Red back. <laughs> exactly. And then next, they're going to run the picket fence. But right. like, do you get the idea that Antetokounmpo and Embiid are suffering from the same thing right now? In other words, where their window is kind of here yeah, and how yeah, long yeah. will that last and you got to surround there's not surrounding him with the right people it's you it's, it's the exact same you're right there's similarities the middle starts now on the sports radio network presented by rocket mortgage home loans that fit your life rocket can oh shoot live from the o'reilly auto park studios here's Aton shander barrett brooks and harry mays
Welcome in a Friday, and it's a post-game two NBA Finals edition of the program. I'm sure there'll be some NFL talk throughout that will hit up. But we got the ESPYs this weekend, Aton and Barrett. Aren't you I've, fired up? Are you going to tailgate for the ESPYs? ESPYs? <laughs> no, well, no. One of our one of I, our guys might get get an ESPY. Who's who's one of our guys? Best collegiate player, Smith. Oh, I think he'll get one. Oh, Devontae. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but also. To, uh, this is going to make you mad, Shan. I know this is going to make you mad, Shan. But when I was looking at that game yesterday, and I kind of did the same thing you were doing, um, Harry, I was trying to, you know, compare um, the Greek freak. Or can you say the Greek freak? Is that yes. Yes. That's Okay. Not, that's not been ruled out of the they land. From Europe is – they haven't come from Europe yet. At least, you know, that – yes. Go right. ahead. All right, all right. Uh, well, ahead. I'm saying this. I'm saying this. I'd rather have Embiid than him. I think Embiid – is a better facilitator as far as his shot than he is. Absolutely. Giannis, Giannis, I just said this four minutes ago. Giannis is one of the most – I haven't seen this level of selfishness since Tim Tebow in a preseason game decided to tuck the ball on the goal line and get stopped by 10 men as opposed to just dinking or dunking it to six guys. (laughs) Oh, yeah, but can you blame him? Can you really blame him? He looks to his his right and he sees Middleton. He's like, dude, he's going to miss. And he looks (laughs) to his left and he's like, Drew Holiday, he hasn't shown up yet in the finals. What am I supposed to do? Holiday didn't have a terrible game. Uh, I think, look, they have shooters, though. They have a Pat Connaughton. They have Brooke Lopez. If they... If Mike Budenholzer was worth any w- much of his weight, he'd find a way to simultaneously get Giannis and Bobby Portis on the floor at the same time. I don't know why all of a sudden there is this notion that the two of them can't play on the floor at the same time. I think Budenholzer's a boob. Yeah, well, I agree with that. Well, you, you know. look at it, man. I, I just, I just, I mean, he was calling for it constantly too. He like, give me the ball. I mean, yes. it was almost, it was almost Jordan esque. You know, and like, give me the ball. You not Jordan. Bro, this, this guy is getting counted up on the free throw line and he's demanding the ball to go back there. I'm telling you, be careful what you wish for. You're ripping Ben Simmons. Look at what you get. This is Frankenstein's monster with Ben Simmons. Well, I back know. <laughs> My goodness, man. Can you imagine that? Simmons, like, there would be this crazy hypothetical next year where Simmons is just like, all right, screw all you haters. Uh, this I'm just that's all I'm doing. I'm just putting my head down. I'm going to the rack. And then he right. gets to the line and he's, you know, marginally worse than Giannis at the line. And it, it, like I can't argue with the success of the basketball team because they're in the NBA finals. Don't get me wrong. But my goodness, is that not so difficult to watch? That's their offense. When he's mm-hmm. on the floor, that's their offense. Barrett just said it. Even when he doesn't have the ball, he's calling for it. Right, right. He was, like, almost ready to fight. Like, give me the ball. Give me the ball. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, nobody's it, – it, it went. To, it got so bad that the guys stopped – they stopped running the offense. They started standing around. And that's a lot of what happens with um with the 76ers. Everybody starts looking around, you know, waiting for somebody else to do it. Right. And then B's going to go ahead and do it. Well, the same thing happened. Drew Holiday – Middleton, Portis, all those guys just stopped and just started looking. I mean, it almost took Teague. Teague was like, well, shoot, give me the rock. I'll go do something with it. Because at that point, everybody's just watching Giannis do his thing. They knew they weren't. Once they gave it to him, it's a black hole. He's not getting it back. All right. Now, they were down 0-2 to Brooklyn and came back and won. Now, largely due to the injured uh, Nets players, multiple players. But do they do they make a run at all once they get back home here, or is this 3-1 coming back to Phoenix? 
No, it's 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 sweep. They're getting swept. It's a sweep. Sweep yeah, in, in play here. Look, wow. I, I'm not happy at all about my four-two play, but I'll I'll make that up and then some with the uh, laying the one and a half games. I, mm-hmm. I look, I just don't see how to to Barrett's point sweep or five game series. I, maybe there's a uh, what do they call it? A gentleman sweep? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably. Here's the thing too. I don't know. Like, I don't know if the NBA is super thrilled about drawing a series out with Milwaukee. Because they don't really have many, like what you saw last night, what you saw game one, they kind of only have one real mode. That's like Giannis. And if mm-hmm. Giannis is out, then like with Embiid, they're not that great of a basketball team. They are good. They're better with when Giannis was out. They played a lot better bas- brand yeah, of basketball. It's, it's just funny that they can't have a night where Middleton and Lopez and right. everybody has a good game with Giannis scoring for da da and, and here's the thing, and this is back to the Ben Simmons conversation, is they are night and day above and beyond better defensively with Giannis on the floor than they are without. So mm-hmm. there you are you're basically living like a plus one, plus two life every night with Giannis because you're sacrificing stuff that you probably to both of your point, giving up shots from other guys on the floor, but you're getting an amazing presence on defense and really offensive rebounding as well. So it's it's crazy. I you know. He's, he's an MVP for a reason, right? Yeah. I don't think he was just sympathy given it, but I'm just saying it's it's tough to watch. We're still, uh, I still didn't get the sheet today, did you? No. Nope. Man. Not good. We're not on the list anymore. No. Are we still on the air? Three, two, one. Double N, where yet? Yep. Now, Ron's out. It's Sean Mapes in the house. Mapes, what's up? Yeah. Remember, Sean brought us fake news yesterday, yeah? It was a good one, too. Yeah, it was a good one. It was yeah. good. It was a good one, actually. And yeah. I told you to fail me on number two, but <laughs> yeah. you guys failed. You failed. No, I, I, I oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. I did. Yeah, I really I did. I didn't I, follow I, along. I now, both correct. of these coaches, though, are, are, are part of the Popovich tree, aren't they? I mean, Monty. I know Budenholzer is. So is Monty Williams. He spent time with Pop. Didn't yeah, he? he did. Yep. Did he yep. come up? With, was he on the come up with Pop? I'm not sure when, but I think he was a part of one of his staffs at one yeah. point in time. Okay. Okay. Because I was about ready to dig into the Popovich tree, which, which is, you know, because Brett Brown and Budenholzer are kind of showing up to be frauds. <laughs> but there's a lot more guys than that. And I think Monty Williams was part of it. Okay. Yeah. Well, he was a former Sixer, though, so that's why I'm, I'm, I tend to want to think him like that. Yeah. Well, I like Monty there. Williams. I, there was right. a point in that game last night where he's talking to DeAndre Ayton on the on the sideline on the bench yeah, during a timeout. Cool. It was great. There was audio. In fact, uh, Sean Brace, our buddy, tweeted it. Oh uh, well, I don't, I'm sure we can play the audio, right? We can play the audio. We just can't show the vi- the visual. But he's like down on his knees in front of uh, Aiton, and Aiton's like, you know, they're locked, you know, with their eyes, and, and he's just, he's telling him, you know, what he wants him to do is like just go rebound, you know, be a, you know, like it was good coaching. It's like I love seeing that stuff, right? You know what I mean? You that's know? where that's, that's where the game is, man. That's where the game in the huddle, right. you know, right. trying to get it going. Was it Philly influencer or no? Was it was Sean's account. Gambler. Yeah, it was Sean's had his account. Yes, it was his personal account, not Which the station's is- account. Okay, I- it's in there. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. He's he's tagged it as something else. Okay, all right, there we have it. So yeah, this audio here is pretty cool. I'll pull this up from Aiton, but that was a, didn't we have something like that earlier too, right? With McMillan, 
where McMillan and, and again, like, no, this is not to draw any type of negative light on Doc Rivers or make some sort of wide statement about Doc. I'm just saying we've seen that we didn't really, we hadn't really seen that with Doc this these playoff series, but we saw that with Nate McMillan. Remember when they were up big, I think it was against the Knicks. They oh, were okay. big in the first round and Ma and Monty and uh Nate McMillan was coaching these guys up like they were down 20. You're not working hard enough. You're not moving the ball. Like, oh, yeah, I do remember that. Out. I do remember that. Yeah, because yeah, we also had the Gallinari thing on the bench during the Sixers series. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where he was when, when, he, was, he was going, he was he was going, going crazy. off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and you look, at a, you look at our bench, and they were like, you know, lost sheep. Like, mm -hmm. I'll be glad when the season's over do? with. Not the game, but I'm glad the season's right. over with. Like Cole Hamels after that year in which they lost to the Yankees, and he was on the podium saying, I just can't wait to go home. <laughs> And everybody was like, is he a Philly guy? 6-1-0. 6-1-0. <laughs> right, here's Monty Williams. Look, this, this is the deal. One, we're getting back in transition. You don't have Giannis find a man and be a guard. Two, look at me. You set a high level for yourself. That's why you're down. That's great. Now go reach that level. Okay? And you can reach it with force. Doesn't have to be stats all the time. Go dominate the game with force. Go dominate the game with force. I love that. Just sending that just simple message, you know? Yeah. And he's like, look at me. Because he, he's probably seen that yeah. Aiden's looking well, somewhere. No, no. Look at me. No, he was right. salty. Yeah, get that attention, man. There's, there's nothing like, there's nothing like, you know, you're, you're, you're in the midst of, of, you know, saying something like that. You know, the height of the game. You know, just a, you know, championship type of, you know, basketball. And your coach is trying to get you to focus and trying to get you to just hone in on what he's saying. Mm -hmm. And you know, you, you just feel it, man. The energy that he's going through. I can remember the Super Bowl, man. Same thing. We're on the goal line, and you know, it was a play. We were it was supposed to be a sweep to the outside, and Jerome, you know. Jerome was supposed to take it to the outside. Well, he took it inside. And, you know, we came to the sidelines. We're walking to the sideline. Uh, the running back coach goes to, you know, and this is a Hall of future Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer goes to JB. JB, you should have did it this way. And JB was like, you know, kind of disappointed. But, you know, he grabs, yo, JB, listen to me, man. And 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 the focus that, you know, that that Vet has had with the running back coach, it was phenomenal, man. It, like, I, I just took it in. You know, being on the right. sideline, I just took it in. Like, wow, this coach is talking to a future Hall of Famer. Right. And, yeah. and getting his attention, man. Talking to him like he's a rookie. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Still coaching him. You know, this right. guy's about to retire this year, and he's still coaching him like he's still a rookie, man. Mm -hmm. Nothing like that, bro. Who Nothing was like that, that coach? Do you remember? Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, I got to look that up, man. Because I didn't deal with that. You know, I, right, I had my right. guy, man. I guarantee you, though, that everybody else who was up close and personal like you were to that has told that story. And some right. point in their right. life multiple times over. And it may mm -hmm. not be on a radio show or on a post-game show. It may just be at a bar. It may just be hanging out. It may just be, man, this dude was so real. He was coaching to the bone right until, right? I mean, it's just whatever it may be, something like that sticks with you. So if that's the case, it's reasonable to believe that it had an immediate impact on all of you as well to see something like that. Right. Can you imagine that, though, man? You know, he's focused on this um, future Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yep. And he's right there in, in his, his face, final you know? game. Right, yeah, right. his final game yeah. of his career, man. Yeah, a lot. Couple, of, a couple things on the stream, though. Uh, That's what it was. Dick Hoke. Dick Hoke. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Former uh, football player, also. I mean, a former uh, still also. Dick Hoke, man.
Regarding the uh, NBA Finals, Kevin Bloomfield says PGF is ready to go to the window. Of course, he's been all over the Suns since about January or February, at least with futures bets. We got to get if they if they get if they win this, which they will, we got to get him on next week. Give him a chance to gloat. PGF? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Give him a chance I, to gloat. I work with a guy too, Greg, who who got him preseason as well. But I think PGF got him like day one. He got him at sixty five, right? I think it's uh, it's over yeah. sixty, yeah, yeah. Which is insane what? because yeah. I it dropped to and my friend Greg Greg Ehrenberg, he got him at I think like forty nine or maybe mm-hmm. like fifty five or something like no maybe it was like fifty five something like that, but it was a significant dip, and it was and he got him preseason too with a lot of people, and I think it mm-hmm. ultimately went down to like forty nine or something, but PGF, I believe Harry got them like the second pinnacle had the lines up and he could go to a book. There you go. But watch out because Jeff Bruder points out Mertidis is saying the Bucks are still a live dog. Well, that makes me. That just crushed it then. That just crushed it. <laughs> it mean, they don't have a snowball's chance of hell now. Oh, no, this is a sweep right now. It here. is a Mart- sweep. Yeah, yeah. Martinez just, just, oh man, you know. Oh, he, just, he just put that root on him. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> terrible. Stick to hockey. Right. (laughs) Get out of here with this crap. I don't want you mixing it. I'm already frustrated as all hell having to watch Giannis (laughs) just head down. Now I got to watch Martinez pop in here. Now we have our first ace of the day. I don't know if you're aware of this. Maverick McNeely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm running him in a couple of DFS lineups. So Mm -hmm. just had a young player, man. Well, you know, here's the thing. I wanted to see this because he, what is he like 24, 25? Yeah, probably. All he, these old guys. I'm sorry. He woke up on third base, that kid. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you know where he grew up? You know what his, his childhood home was? The Fresh Prince of Bel Air house? Like, the uh, no, close. Bel Air? On Pebble Beach. Oh, that's wow. where he grew up. So yeah. that's, that's like me failing to go anywhere past college in my family where it was like they call the Jewish dropout, right? Where I barely got, you know, he had, if he didn't play golf, he would have, like, I had my grandparents asking me 10 years into working in radio, are you uh-huh. making money? Can you pay bills with it? Right? <laughs> yeah. As Bruder points out, his father is the CEO of Adobe. Oh, what? So the software, you know. Yeah, I mean, look. you're, yeah. you're not Why, why is he working, man? Why is he playing? Well, he why? loves golf and he's golf. good at it. Yeah, you can make a lot of money with doing. Yeah, it. he went to I'm Stanford. Just, that kid. I want to. I just want to hate man. Just because he's just rich. Saying, yeah, he's rich and I'm not. Right. Like imagine that. Like imagine he couldn't play golf and he grows up on Pebble Beach. Right. And his name yeah. is Maverick. I mean, how cool is that? He's named after a Top Gun character. His yeah, first I, car. His first car was like a Lamborghini or something. You know what I mean? Probably. If, yeah, <laughs> that he got at 14. But here's right. the thing. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm out on Maverick, man. You because, don't like him? Well, no. It's it's because of Top Gun. It's ruined it. Oh, like, really? Maverick, Top Gun. The best. All right, it's a great movie. Four, rank the top four Mavericks. Okay, number one is Maverick the movie with Mel Gibson and God. Who? who what was her name in it? Right. I don't know. I don't know if I ever saw this movie. I saw the movie. Serious? I don't remember what the name oh, was. Oh, Barrett, Barrett, yeah. Barrett. James Garner is in it and Jodie Foster. James uh, Coburn, Alfred Molina, Jeffrey Lewis. There's some a good power. cast. Yes, it's a yeah. strong cast. Right? What's the movie about? Is it's it like a called, Western? 
No, I'll read you the slug. It, yes, it has a Western theme to it. Exactly. Okay. Um, Graham Greene, who is famous for playing a lot of Native American roles. He's mm. famous for uh, a bunch of different. You'll, you'll see him in that. Alfred Molina mentioned James Coburn, right? Dan oh, is in it. I mean, these guys, Clint Black, your boy, Clint Black. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'll read you this slug. It's basically uh, Maverick is recreated from the character James Garner created in the 50s TV program. A gambler who would rather con someone than fight him. He needs additional $3,000 in order to enter a winner-take-all poker game that begins in a few days. So he tries to win some, tries to collect a few debts and recover a little loot for the reward, mm. all with a little lighthearted air, joins forces with a woman gambler who's Jodie Foster, though fake Southern accent, as the two try to enter the game. So it's basically like a Western... Um, what's that movie with the, the race, uh, Smokey and the Bandit, right? Yeah. Where they have to go across country? Sure. No. Um, yeah, that was... That was yeah, smoking a bandit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's basically like that, where they're they're racing to get to this riverboat where the big winner take all poker game is, but they have to con and sneak their way in it. And there's all this uh backstabbing and duplicitous acts. And Garner, Gibson, and Foster are all intertwining the three of them. It's it's really it's I think it's a really good movie. Okay. Great, great, really great description. Dupli wow. Dupli I can't even say duplicitous. it. Duplicitous. Du duplicitous. Spell that. Since we had the spelling <laughs> bee last night, give me duplicitous. Ah, uh, give me the duplicitous. Uh, here's here's what I'm surprised about. You're bringing up two things that I don't think I've ever watched. Now the spelling bee, I've seen highlights of, but I've never sat down and watched the ESPYS in my life. Well, we got to go through the ESPYS. I, I mean, wh what is we have odds here? on on who in what wins? I mean, you can place action on this. Well, see, I couldn't open up that email because I'm not I'm not tied into anything like that. You know, you have to be you have to be you know. Um, what do you mean? I couldn't open it. I couldn't open it up. You, you sent the text. Yeah. Well, well, Shan sent the text, but I guess well, I'm not I logged into that. Well, I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't log into. It's it. on Twitter. It's a Twitter feed. Ah, Odd Sharks or whatever it yeah. was. Bro, I, I, I tried and it wouldn't let me. Uh, I, I hate to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, it's connected already. Here we go. <laughs> you couldn't Look, open it. Oh. Access denied. Oh man, access denied. Wow. You don't uh, have all access. No, no I don't. It's on allaccess.com. I don't not see that. It's on Odd Sharks. See, it's yeah, not Odd Sharks. It's, yeah. It's, no, I'm well, not. I I'm haven't not. signed up for Odd Sharks, but I can get in there. How yeah, you, you should it? be able to. You don't need to. Maybe it's your firewall. Maybe somebody yeah. in the house set up an anti That's probably what it is. Firewall. They don't want you spending. <laughs> it's the, the grandson. Right. Exactly. Maybe he's <laughs> doing you a favor. Right. Maybe it's not the grandson. Maybe it's the boss lady. Wait a second. Where did 2K go? Poker stars. What the hell is this? <laughs> yes. All right. We got to take a quick one on the network. And across the board, we'll be back. Make sure you hit us up with a like. You are here. Make sure you are liking the show. Also, we don't ask for much. Make sure you're, uh, you are subscribed to the Jacob Media YouTube page. And we are back in three on the Jacob Media YouTube page. The middle here brought to you by Fritz and B and Cooley Law Studios. And we are live and local, pardon me, from the Fritz and B and Cooley Law Studio. If you know someone who suffered a personal injury, contact Brian Fritz directly. A tough lawyer for a tough town. The middle here sponsored by Pure Bull Beef Jerky. Get yours now. Go to Steer Snacks. Dot com back in three if you missed any of today's show on the jacob media channel listen to the podcast on your way home available on youtube apple and spotify 
Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. I tell you, I got to hand it to Jake Asman. He is not giving up on baseball. Well, he's the only person. I know. I know. He's he's about Yankees videos on this day 10 years ago. Uh, Derek Jeter went deep for his 3,000th career hit. He says, the best part of this game is that Jeter went five for five, including the 3,000th hit, and had the game-winning RBI in the eighth inning. Unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) Is he the only host talking about baseball? Oh, he loves talking (laughs) about the Yankees. The Yankees. Just like Schwartzman. (laughs) Yeah, we... We did something last year on the before this became what it was, and I was doing just this one solo show, and it was right after Jake. And baseball was just making an absolute embarrassment of itself during the whole COVID thing, and then they were just ruining their, their own PR as well as just everything with the Marlins early on. So we got Ron and Tony in the morning, and I believe we got Matt Peralt, in the afternoon following me to ban baseball discussion for at least a day, like just no baseball on the show, you know, give it back to them. Screw these guys. Okay. And Asman couldn't help himself. And it was like, 
10 minutes into the show, he starts going off on some baseball. And it wasn't even like this big baseball thing. And I'm sure he's there. No, he's off on Fridays. But I forgot. I so it's sort of like the Seinfeld thing, the pledge or whatever. And, and he was out right away. He was like Kramer. Yeah. He was yeah. like Kramer. He saw the naked woman across the street and walking around naked in her apartment. And he just he's out. And that's it. He said, I'm out. But that, you're right, though. You know, and, and that's what's crazy about it is it was it was so fast. And it did remind me of that side. But also, yes, that, that's a pretty good one. Well, I mean, at this point, baseball is doing it to themselves, man. Like, like right now, the worst market as far as baseball, probably, you know, the Angels. And they have two of the best players in the league. You know, Shoei o- Otani, mm-hmm. he's a pitcher that hits home runs. Yeah. And Mike Trout. Right. And they do nothing to highlight this. They do nothing to make these guys stars. I mean, why? What? What's the use in having two players like that when, number one, you suck, and number two, you just don't even hype them up? Well, the crazy thing is, is that's a big market, too. You know, but, but – it's a big market and a team in that big market that few people pay attention to. It. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. The, if they were on the Dodgers or if they were on the Yankees, things would probably be different. Oh, it'd be way different. But still, yeah. though, you still got to take your stars. And and even if they don't want to make them stars. I mean, that that's 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 a travesty that they're allowing that to happen. I mean, a pitcher that hits home runs. Right. And you're not saying anything about it. Nothing. I had to dig in and do research on it just to see right. who the kid was. And it, uh, if yeah. the Phillies could just play the Cubs maybe 40 times a year, they'd be pretty good. <laughs> right. Well, think about this. What like what happens when a sport that isn't as popular as the NFL and maybe the NBA can start not to say that it's as popular as the NFL, but it's as popular that it's sustainable in its own right. But like the NHL, MLS if we major league baseball to where we're on that secondary tier of professional sports, it it rarely works in their favor. If they're so top heavy, it's almost like in the NFL, if you have one or two guys, you you still know that the power of the league is like, well, people are going to watch Jacksonville play Carolina. And this right. doesn't matter. The NBA it's, it's kind of been a little bit different because it's such an individual sport where the star power of like two or three guys can just bring you to the league, not to the level of the NFL by, but like Shohei Otani is not bringing people to watch Toronto take on Baltimore. No, but like you would watch the Pelicans to see Zion Williamson play. Yeah. And I think that like secondary interest, if it's LeBron or if it's Kevin Durant, if it's somebody gigantic, it's like secondary. There's secondary interest of stardom in that league, Harry. To your point with mm-hmm. Zion, because that's what they do. They push individual. Right. That's the that's the business of the NBA. Well, at this point, man, is is you got you have you have to you have to at least try. I mean, look at NASCAR. You take NASCAR. What do they do? They hype their best teams. They hype the best drivers. Mm-hmm. There could be nobody else watching, but you you still hear NASCAR. Yeah, they at least um, push it out there. Is that is that still as popular? That had a heyday in like the nineties. I remember that NASCAR? it just exploded. Yeah, is no, NASCAR, NASCAR still is as popular? Oh, still yeah, huge. gigantic yeah. too. Yeah, Pennsylvania is yeah. a top five to top seven NASCAR. But state. I mean, how are the TV ratings for it? Is it are they, are they pretty oh, good? I, 
Like I, I don't. Know, know I, I don't tell you about that, but I mean, I, I hear about it, and that's not just because I'm a car guy. I just, I just hear about it all the time, man. I very rarely hear anything about Mike uh, Mike Trout, and he's a he, and, and he's a local Philly guy. Well, not really Philly Millville. guy, Jersey, South Jersey. Jersey. But still, yeah. yeah, he's still yeah. a guy. You know, he. I hear more about his love for the uh, the, the the Eagles the Eagle. than I hear about the love for his team or love <laughs> for baseball. That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. They need to do more as far as hyping their, hyping up their players, man. Yeah, I don't even know if that's going to help. It's the game that's that's yeah. suffering. It really is. I mean, you can right. do all you want to put Shohei Otani <laughs> on a billboard and you know on Broadway in New York City. It's not going to change the you know the game, the structure of the game, and the where it's gone. It's like I I don't care about it anymore. I really don't. <laughs> You're not the only one, man. I know. You're not the only one. Kids aren't even playing baseball like they used to play, man. You know, I mean, like yeah. my local my local team. Yeah. Uh, you know, like my Pop Warner football team, local team around here. They're finding it hard to even find football players, and it's even worse with baseball players. Yeah, my nephews here. no longer play baseball. They play lacrosse now. Right, right. Yeah. Lacrosse is up and coming. Mm-hmm. Lacrosse Absolutely. and soccer also. Yeah. Well, lacrosse is great because there's an element of contact to it. Right. Yeah, field um, hockey. There's yeah. speed game too man i mean that's a it's a cool game i wish right. i wish my high school now has a team they never had a team right. when i was right. in high school. really yeah. um, well, my college was nasty we won um like two of of four technically and a half i was there two of four championships division three was yeah, it division D- three in lacrosse too yeah gettysburg okay. they were they were no joke man these mm-hmm. teams and and i played against one of the guys who was like decent to good on our mm-hmm. team in high school and he lit us up and I was just like, damn. And, and you start to see that these are these are guys that a couple of them are guys that were smart enough to get into a, a liberal arts school that didn't have, you know, these athletic advances that you can get. But they didn't want to be like the 10th guy on Virginia. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to be like the guy who was sitting on the bench for three years at UNC. At just a D1 place. Yeah. Jersey. Right. Yeah. So. It's crazy, and and that was like my real exposure, only exposure to some subtle differences that you get with guys who are just like, yeah, I could play, you know, be a back end. Like, I'm sure, Barrett, you play with guys at Kansas State who maybe never even saw the field, but would be whatever the all is in a Division three to two to even one double-A school. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's an, I didn't really – start getting into like field hockey and stuff like that until I started selling AstroTurf. And I started figuring out that, you know, there's a lot of, like Voorhees has one of the best lacrosse teams, girls lacrosse teams in the country. Yeah. They're ranked number one, like for the last 10, 12 years straight. Their second team, people that don't even play that much, get scholarships to colleges. And they don't even play a lot. Is that that's Eastern High School? Yeah, Eastern High School. Yeah. That's how good the program is here in uh, here in South Jersey, man. So that's when I really started getting interested into it. And then I started looking at it. And my daughter started playing field hockey, and then she played lacrosse. She only played it because her friends were playing it. You know, it was like the, the end thing to do. But she she they said if she would have stuck with it, her coach begged me, begged, please, please let her come here and me, uh, let her play. Because if she plays and she really sticks to it, she could win a scholarship easily, mm. easily. Wow. I man, they're throwing money to these kids uh, for these type of um, teams. It's wild, man. It is, man. But, you know, it's it's, it's pretty fun watching. It. My next-door neighbor, his son's always outside on the side of the house um, throwing at that net. 
Right. Well, they yeah, typically well, have yeah. they typically have the college uh, championships at the link, right? Yep. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah they the do. Final four or whatever that's it is. That's huge. Yep. Yeah. That's huge. Huge. All right, we got to go through these ESPYS uh, categories. I'm not watching the ESPYS. They're not. But to, man. You can bet on it. <laughs> so I'm sure we can convince Aton to make a couple of plays before the show is done. No. No. I don't think so. Come on. Are you kidding me? You have you odds could, on this stuff? Yeah. No, you bet. You bet on. You bet on Russian and Russian stuff. I'm confident in not stuff like what is what confidence level do you have in ping pong? What? Well, because <laughs> because I'm looking at trends and I'm trying to look at like how the game flows and stuff. I, look, the ESPYs are more contrived and rigged than Russian ping pong. Okay, okay. so it's hard to bet. It's like betting WWE, right? Mm. There's already a premeditated decision, and the bookmakers are deciding what that is based off of a premeditated decision. At least there's an element of fairness and equal play in professional sports. Uh, You want odds? I'll give you odds. Yeah, I'll give you. I got the odds. I want the truth. You want answers. All right, go ahead. All right, best male athlete is the first category that comes up here. Tom Brady is the prohibitive favorite at minus 600. Nikola Jokic is plus 375. Hmm. Connor McDavid, plus 700. Didn't he lose a bunch of times in this past year? No, that you're uh, thinking of Connor McGregor. No, no, no. no. Oh, yeah. McDavid's the hockey player. He lost you. He lost. He stinks. Yeah, he, he stinks. Well, I don't know if he stinks. He plays he, for Edmonton, and, yep. and he didn't score. I don't even think he scored a goal against Winnipeg in that series. <laughs> How's he get in here? Hockey. Get out. But the last one should win. And if, Lewis Hamilton yes. is a race car driver. F1 racing. Right. He's plus Big 800. Time. Big time. Well, yeah. Barrett can speak on yeah. Louis. Yeah. Louis Hamilton. Harry Mays. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Back now, just trying to figure out. Harry has inserted the ESPYs, and I'm definitely throwing you under the bus. This is your bit. That's fine. Right. I'll roll with it. I'll ride with it. I'm not objecting to anything, but right. this is your bit. Well, hey, all, last I checked, <laughs> you know, it's July the 9th, and there's not a whole lot going on. So. No. I'm trying to kill a segment here. <laughs> Not Louis Anderson. <laughs> I'm trying to kill a segment here, Stevie. We did. We just did a baseball segment. You got to fill four hours, man. Yes. Yeah, we got to fill five hours. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, amazing. Well, I mean, best male athlete is Tom Brady. Would you risk minus 600 on Tom Brady? Because, I mean, to me, is he is he going to be upset by Connor McDavid of the Edmonton Oilers? No, and the ESPYS, unfortunately for Barrett, the ESPYS they don't have enough street cred to give the best male athlete of the year to an F one racer and expect people to come back. Well, right. it's also it's also um, it's an American based um, right. Uh, this American based awards. Like right. it was national. There's no question that Lewis Hamilton would have won that outright. Outright. Yeah, I would agree with that, and and that's the thing where another reason why this whole thing is a bag of Pilot, you know what? Go ahead. <laughs> well, now Lewis Hamilton. I mean, I don't know because I don't watch Formula One. How, is does he like win every other race? Man, he's, he that, he's, yeah, is he he's, like the Tiger Woods of uh, F1 racing. He well, he's he he was the heir apparent 
to uh to um Schumacher. You know, oh, he's the okay. guy came now, in I've heard and, of Schumacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He's he's been ripping it up since then. All right. Do you watch that reality show on Netflix based on the F1 thing? I've heard a lot of great reviews on it. Hadn't heard about it. Oh, yeah. What? Well, Mertidis watched it a couple years ago, and now I've, I've talked to a bunch of other guys that are into it, and it got them into now they watch the races on Sunday morning because they watch this reality series. Wow. Yeah. I'll find what, what, it, what it is. You got to let me know that so I can check it out. Yeah. Formula One. I remember being asked years ago when I was working with Bruno, um, you know, if at some point we're talking about Formula One racing on sports radio, I said I'd rather drive a cab. <laughs> Come on, man. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I remember. It yeah, it, it became a drop. All right, here it is. The Drive to Survive is what it's called. Formula One is Drive on to Fine? Survive. It's on Netflix. Oh, Netflix. This might be a show you'd be interested in, Aton. Maybe. Didn't you say you needed a show? Yeah, I do need a show. Drivers, managers, and team owners live life in the fast lane, both on and off the track. Okay. How many more? uh, Here's what I don't need to see is one of these guys driving to the supermarket, having a fight with his wife over, you know, something with his kid, right? (laughs) Or going to the most lavish exquisite spot on the planet because he happens to be super rich and, and super connected because of what he does. Uh-huh. Like, you know, let Barrett go live that life. I don't need a camera on him all the time. <laughs> right, right. You know, let Barrett go to some island and hang for 10 well, days with Richard Branson. Well, what if the guy who's driving to the, to the store with his wife having the argument is driving a minivan and he's driving at 110 miles an hour through traffic? Well, well that's well, what on. I'd see. Nah, well, that's see, worth no, watching. See, yes. see, see, first of all, you know, Lewis Hamilton would never drive a minivan unless it was a Mercedes minivan because okay. he drives for Mercedes AMG. I think they you know do make a minivan, Barrett. Yeah, they do. I bet they <laughs> do, and I bet you know. it's badass. Yeah. <laughs> there is a minivan in the building. He's, yes, he's smoking. He's smoking Mercedes minivan <laughs> tires. <laughs> if anything, it'd be a G wagon that he takes, bro, to, to to get groceries. Yeah, he's doing like G-wagon. burnouts in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> that would be fun. Donut? That would be good, right? Yes. Donuts with Lenny. That's a morning show on the channel right there. Right, right? Right, right. Coffee and donuts with Lenny Hamilton. It's Louis. Louis Hamilton. Oh, Louis. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of Leonard Hamilton, the former giant, right? Defensive end. Leonard Hamilton. Yes. Isn't he a basketball Keith, coach? That's Keith Hamilton. Yeah. Leonard Keith, Hamilton's Leonard a Hamilton's basketball coach. coach. Yes. Wasn't there a giant named Leonard Hamilton? No, it's Keith Hamilton. I played with him. Yeah. Big Keith. Isn't Leonard Hamilton the Florida State coach? Yes, he used to be. He used to be with the Wizards. Yes, but I thought there's another Hamilton from the NFL. Maybe I got him conflated. <laughs> a little conflated. All right, best female athlete. Naomi Osaka is the favorite at plus one hundred five, followed by Simone Biles at plus one twenty five. Now I know who she is. Yes, Amanda Nunez is third at plus three twenty five. What's and, she? And then Brianna Stewart. Well, who, what are the last two do? Um, well, Osaka is a. Oh, golfer. I know that. Yeah, uh, she's a tennis player. Or a tennis player, right? Yeah, U.S. And I'm Open. sure the majority yeah. of people voting maybe have seen one or two matches of her, but she's super popular. Yeah. So, and successful. Didn't she win the U.S. Open last year? 
I didn't watch. Uh, I, all I know is I, I made big money off of the exit of Serena Williams. So everybody was pumping money into her last go around. Nunez is an MMA fighter. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, no, it's all Osaka. Osaka has the PR behind her. Osaka has Biles is about to go Biles to the Olympics. Superstar. Yeah. yeah, she just won all them gold medals and everything else. You guys yeah, are the, the Olympics are coming up. You but, guys but, are missing the obvious. Man. Although this ESPN is on doesn't carry right. Olympics. This is on ABC. Oh, well, yeah, they, NBC. they wouldn't want to promote an NBC yeah. Yes, yes. Absolutely right. So you do have to look into the next level. Yeah. That that is next level right there. Yeah. Oh, ESPN, all... ESPN and ABC act like whatever's not on their network doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> Correct. That is now, crazy. Yeah, that that's that's it. All right. So that's all. What's what are her odds again? Rihanna Stewart plays in the WNBA, I guess. No, nope, yeah. that ain't happening. Just you don't wanna, think so. Uh... What no, I don't think Brianna Stewart gets it over the top two by a mile. I think they'd recognize NBC and the Olympics before they gave it to again. A WNBA player doesn't have the notoriety, the cachet that Osaka does. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like with Brady, the level of stardom is going to carry. Look, this is an ESPYs. This is an entertainment thing. See, you guys asking me to place odds on this, and I'm going to have to give you a little bit of a deeper take. That's okay. All. That's, well, what that's what I want. That's what you, that's what you get paid guy. the big bucks for. That's why we're doing yeah, this. That's why you all get paid the big bucks. What are the man? odds on Osaka? Osaka's plus 105. And the only other, uh, what are Biles' odds? One twenty-five. No, see, if if Biles, like, if if you guys are in agreement with me that the network here is going to fade the other network, then I need a much better number than one twenty-five for Simone Biles. <laughs> like that needs to be plus two hundred mm. in order for me to attack it. And That's then I juicy feel enough bad. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Look, if I lose a bet at plus two hundred, it's okay because I can make an argument that Biles is as, if not more, impressive than Osaka. But the network thing is a big pullback. So I, I, that's all I'm saying is I need more confidence in the return in order yes, to bet files. Gotcha. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so you're going um, Osaka. Osaka, okay. Okay. Now, what else you got? Made uh, a lot of sense. Best male college athlete. This is where uh, Barrett's, Barrett's boy is in this. Yeah, of course. Uh, the favorite is Trevor Lawrence at minus 130. He's the only one at minus money. Devontae Smith, plus 150, the second favorite. Luca Garza, uh, the uh, Iowa basketball player, yep. at plus 350. And Amada, Amanda, I don't even know who that is. Who the plus heck is, is that? that? I don't know. Who was number gotta, one, Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence. Come on. What's the, what are the odds? He's minus money. Yeah, but by what? Oh, Gloria Amanda's a Amanda's a soccer player, college soccer player. Uh, Lawrence is minus one thirty, and what's plus one fifty is Devonte Smith. Uh there's not a lot of juice there. Either. Well, okay, but here's something: like at some point, there is going to be a the whatever you want to call it, right? The departure from the norm, and at some point, it's not just going to be all chalk throughout right there's mm -hmm. going to be right but the problem is it has to be something reasonable as far as an argument now i do not think that Devonte smith is an upset over trevor lawrence odds aside so what i mean by that is the two people below those top two are you then 
Are you trying to make a move on any of those guys? No, because it's so hard to get around the top two guys, which are Lawrence and Smith or Smith right. and Lawrence. Whoever yeah, Garza's not beating either one of those no, guys. Not at all. No way. Not at all. And it's Amanda. Maybe Amanda's got an interesting backstory that you know could be. I don't know. He plays. He played soccer at Oregon State, apparently. But maybe he's got a backstory, like he overcame something significant. Right. You know what I mean. No, it's got to be with football, man. You got to go. You never lose with football. You never lose with football. So it's got to be Trevor Lawrence or Devontae Smith. Really? Devontae Smith won the Heisman. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence went first pick overall. But look at the markets. He's in Jacksonville. Devontae Smith, Philly. Philly has a lot more stuff going on as far as, you know, um, people either hating on us or, or we hating on somebody else. There's a lot of turmoil. So it's a lot of... I guess we get a lot of press up here. So uh-huh. I think it would go Devontae Smith just because of the press, whether it be negative or positive. You know, I don't care so what you call me as long as you call buzz. You just want you you want the market that's gonna give the most buzz. Yes. So we're 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 definitely the market that gives the most buzz. So I think Devontae Smith takes well, that. Let me ask you though then, what do you think gets more reaction? And I don't know, what do you think gets more reaction from Philadelphia? Is it oh my god, Devontae lost an SB or oh my lost. god, Devontae Smith was robbed? He lost to Luca Garza. He'd call him Lou Groza. He would. He would. <laughs> Lou Rawls? Who the hell is this guy? Oh my you, you, you oh. Mean, think about that, right? Luca Garza, right? Luke. Or Luca, what's his name? My name is Luca. It's Luca. Luca. Yeah. Luca yeah. Garza. Garza ain't beating either one of these guys out. But no. if you gave it to Lawrence and they hype the hell, like if I'm the ESPN executive behind all of this, guys, right. what I'm doing is I'm hyping the hell out of Devonte Smith more than Trevor Lawrence leading up to it, and then I'm giving it to Lawrence to basically bait and switch the Philadelphia <laughs> Right. Right. <laughs> So every Eagle fan watching on Sunday night will be outraged because they were sort of Hot. led to believe by the hype that yeah. their guy was going to win yep. something. Yeah, absolutely. But you got to look at this. Though. Hold, on. Rainbow Hold on now. He won Trevor the Heisman. Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is in Jacksonville, which is close to Universal. Universal's owned by NBC. Oh, look at you. Look at you. <laughs> I like it. Oh, wow. I like it. What are wow. the odds of Lawrence again? Minus 130. Nah, I'm not betting this one. I'm staying away from this one. <laughs> well, he's close to the Golf Hall of Fame and TPC Sawgrass too, which is an N- which is on NBC. Yeah, see, see, see yeah. signs of. You know what? You, you know what's, you what's up here? This is a stay away. Harold, we're starting to think like him. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's very disturbing, Barrett. Good. You should be thinking like me. All right. We hit that first quarter. I it, boy, you talk about a sweat last night. I had the Bucks minus two and a half first quarter plus two hundred. Uh-huh. of the return and i'm sweating they're up big and i'm watching that lead just crumble and crumble and crumble and finally jay crowder is standing outside behind the arc and has a shot a wide open three and luckily the buzzer bangs as he's hitting that now he missed the shot but that's wow. safe right down to the final second had to well, sweat that one out me and me and joey beer going to monaco we're gonna go go watch f1 racing can you imagine? I mean, F1 racing inside of a city. That's, man, that's, and it's a beautiful city at that. 
Well, let's they, go, they Joey B. Let's go. Well, he's he's first. He's, he's saying you go. To, you should go to Austin, Texas, for the race. Now nah, I want to go overseas. I want to go to Monaco, man. It's, oh, yeah. it's beautiful, man. You know, right oh, on. I know. Watered all. I, I want to go check a lot that of out. casinos in Monaco. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go hit the slots, man. Right. I killed on the slots last night. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you play? The Wheel of Fortune slots? No, there's this driver, but but one of the apps they updated the app, right? And ever since they updated the app, this slot is not nearly as loose as it was. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, man. I you know a lot of gains last night were lost. Hmm. So DFS and betting gains were were basically reduced to nothing as a result of wow. this pretty big hit on the slot, man. Yeah. Pretty big hit. I'm, I'm kind of surprised you'd have an inside, you know, inside marker in there somewhere, man. No slots. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to hack the thing, man. If anybody out there can hack a sports, don't say app, it, man. Don't don't say it, man. Just leave it alone. I'm Sorry. just saying, Ian Barrett, <laughs> if you can do it. All right, we got to take a quick one across the board. Look, when we get back, we have to play this video. There are two golf videos. One is an ace from Maverick. We never even played that Maverick McNeely. You don't right. even give me the three other top four. Mavericks of all time. I gave you that movie. Mark Cuban. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki. Okay, you're saying as a Maverick, Dirk Nowitzki is... What about... Okay, so right now... What about the Ford Maverick? That was a piece of crap, that car. It was. We got a break on the network. We're we're back across the board here. We're live on the Jacob Media YouTube page as well. Hit us up. Like, subscribe, back and free. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. 
Learn more at IBEW98.org. I didn't know that they remade Top Gun. Yeah, it's just, it's just coming out, right? Yeah, it's coming out this year called Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I'll tell you. Hollywood has been long since out of ideas. Oh, no question. I'm trying to think of, I don't know why I keep thinking, um, I'm trying to think of that movie, uh, remember that Right Turn, Clyde? And uh, why would I think? Oh, that's Any Which Way But Loose. That's English Clint way. Eastwood. Yeah. Is there is there a Maverick, a guy named Maverick in that? Possibly. Um, that was my right not Bronco call. Billy. No. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, it was nineteen. There's any which way but loose, and any which way you can. I think was the second one. Um. All right, so. We're back uh, second hour here before we hit the weekend. And what were you? You just had it up there now. You were looking at it. The Top Gun remake. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick, apparently it's called. Is this a remake or is this like the furthering on of the story? Like it's his kid. I don't even want to look. Uh, I'm telling you, man. You just tell me what it is. It's hold on. Let me pull this up. I was just making you know light that Hollywood has long since been out of ideas. Oh yeah, right, right. Top Gun, Maverick, twenty twenty one. Oh, you do that. We're back. Tom Cruise is actually in it. Of course he is. Why wouldn't he's he be? He's, he's making Gun. money with Jennifer Connelly. I like her. Eh, I can't stand the Top Gun. We're back, and <laughs> we'll see you at the next hour on the mat on the network. Come on, you can't you can't go full Top Gun on this. Uh, John Hamm is in it. And Miles Teller. I'm not a Miles Teller fan, even though he's an Eagles fan. Who's Miles Teller? He's an actor from the... He's from, like, Bucks County or something. He grew up around here, and he's an Eagles fan. Jennifer Connelly, Val Kilmer's in it. I wonder what he looks like these days. Val Kilmer? Yeah. Ed <laughs> Harrison. No, I think he looked like uh, 40 miles a bad road about 10 yeah, years he's, ago. He's not looking good. Uh Yo, you guys are the worst, man. What? what? <laughs> Dude, I mean, it's, seriously, you can't let yourself go if you're a big-time actor. You got access to all the chefs. You got personal trainers out the yin-yang. You Com- can't let yourself go and look like a slob. No. Cosmetic surgery. Right. <laughs> Every exactly. Day. It's part of the deal. It is. I think it's part of the social contract. It really time, is. Right? Yes. And that's Ed all Harris. we want to return, man. Ed Harris is a good actor. That's who's in all these movies? Yeah. No, that's the the Top Gun Maverick. They're all in Top Gun Maverick. It's a pretty good cast. I don't know how much, how many, you know, might be one of those deals where Ed Harris is in it for like three lines. Well, wasn't he in the first one too? I don't remember him in the first one. Tom Skerritt was in the first Skerritt. one. He, he was yeah. like the, uh, the instructor. Yeah, right. He was no, good. He had a great well, mustache. And Skerritt. isn't Skerritt's boss... It wasn't Ed Harris, but Skerritt's boss is the bald guy, right? Who was also, uh, was he the principal in Back to the Future? I don't know. Right? Let me check. Hold on. Who's the (laughs) principal from Back to the Future? 
The only reason I want to see it. James Tolkien. Right? Isn't oh, okay. James Tolkien in... Um, Anthony in, Edwards. Wait a second. When did Top Gun come out? 86. All right. He was. He was Commander Tom Stinger Jardian. Stinger. Okay. Yeah, he was... Wasn't he Scarrett's boss? Uh, probably. No wait, no, wait. No, wait. Stop. Scarrett was a pilot, wasn't he? Am I conflating two different things here? Uh, Scarrett. Uh, come on. I don't know what his name is. Like, what the hell? I thought Tom Skerritt, yeah, as CDR. Okay, Viper. Commanding Viper, Viper yeah, Tom Skerritt. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But then you also had, I thought, well, Tim Robbins. Man, this this was a... Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then James Tolkien was the guy who was commander of the USS Enterprise air carrier. So that was his aircraft carrier okay. that, that they were on, in the sense, training from. Hmm. Well, I don't even want to care about. I don't care about that. I, the only thing I want to see, I want to see what motorcycle they use for the motorcycle pick, man. For that, you know, because that made me want to ride a motorcycle when I saw that, you know, Top Gun. Was that a ninja? Yeah, it was a ninja. That they yeah. used back then. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so I want to see what, what they use now. You get your ass kicked by Harley drivers. You roll up on a ninja. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got it all, man. Come on, I got man. it all. Well, you're a little bigger, so you'll you know it'll take a little more Harley drivers than the average person. Yeah, yeah. You can't walk into a spot. You can't walk into Biker Week on a Ninja, can you? I've, I've can seen you people ride do it before. Biker Week on a Ninja? I don't have no, it. Biker, no, you're the biker. I, I went to Sturgis and I went on a Harley, my Harley. Well, I, yeah, I, you I, don't go roll through there with a with a, you know. <laughs> I ride my chopper, bro. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I ride the chopper. I'm not gonna ride the boost. I'm gonna ride the chopper. No? Okay. Yeah. Now Kilmer has cancer. He's talking. Now, to don't you feel bad now? No, because this was uh, <laughs> this was before that. He let himself go long before that. Uh, maybe I, it was for a would. role. Maybe it was to, to, you what know, role? To, what role? Harry? I don't know. Maybe he uh, he gained weight and like started looking bad because he was getting ready for a role that required it. He has throat cancer apparently. Wow, he's recovering. What's the last movie I saw him in? Um, Cold Fusion movie. I forget what that was. I remember that Salt and Sea movie was pretty good. I didn't see that. I just yeah. saw the Cold Fusion. Uh, what, what what movie was that? With the Cold Fusion. Oh, I thought you said Nicole Fusion. I no, no, say no, no, she, no, she's no, on the side the, stage uh, over at uh, the Saint. Was it the Saint? Yep. The right? Saint. Yeah, Saint. he was in that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, Kilmer was in some decent stuff. Yeah, the Doors, Tombstone. Yeah. He were he was fantastic. Tombstone was Tombstone was amazing. phenomenal. Yeah, that was great. Amazing. I have to find out what movie this was, but I Heat. went to college. Now, he, well, Heat was good. I yeah. I mean, look, he was overshadowed probably more so than not because of the novelty of having Pacino and, and De, Niro De Niro. Yeah, at the same time, and all these great things that came from it. But yeah, Heat. It's a fantastic movie. Good movie. Um, I got to find the name of this movie that Val Kilmer was in. I went to college with an actor, Jay Jablonski, and he's pretty successful now doing a bunch of stuff. And he was in a movie. I've, I've told you this story before, Harry. I know he was in a movie with Val Kilmer. And this was a low budget, you know, like Val was clearly the only star in the movie and all this. And he said one day the director was just barking at Val Kilmer. Yeah, 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 Kilmer walks up 
kicks him square in the stones and then <laughs> goes back to his trailer and they don't see Kilmer for like three days. <laughs> Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store check out daily promotions same game parlays live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What? Yes. Yes. Wow. He walked up, kicked him right in the nuts. Right. (laughs) And Jay's not going to make that story. It sounds like something that Strahan would have done to Fossil back then. No person, yeah. What the hell did you say to me? He just wouldn't. Strand wouldn't even spend the energy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Now, I don't even think Kilmer spoke. How I remember. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. I'll be your huckleberry. Starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. All right, the second hour here as we head into the weekend. And it's a couple of days now you have to wait until game three, the inevitable. And that's where I feel like the NBA might do – they might do some damage. If this thing happens to go six or seven, people may wake up and be like, you know, the Bucs are exhausting. Yeah, watching the Bucks for seven straight games—that's exhausting. I don't it think is. people want to do that in the summer. I think people want to go out and have fun and ride your ninjas. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's funny you say that because the Phoenix Suns are fun. Yes, like they're that's a fun cool. team to watch play. I could watch them play, you know, Charlotte because they're they're just the way they play, and you know, I, I love Chris Paul. The Aiton is turning into a uh, a star type player. Booker is a star. I mean, he was phenomenal last night. How many threes did he have? Yeah, that team like seven. Yeah, I think they they were close to a, the Golden State record, right? Yeah, I think they didn't or, they shoot like fifty percent from three or something. I think yeah, they were close to Golden State's first quarter record for three pointers made. And man, Devin Booker, Devin Booker is so dangerous when he gets cooking, man. Mm-hmm. And you know what he has? He does, and I hate to go full John Gruden analyst on you or Chris Collinsworth analyst on you, where it's like whoever he's talking about right there in his blinders happens to be the best the at best ever in the game right yeah. now. Yeah. But I think Devin Booker is one of the best in the NBA at putting the ball on the floor, getting that momentum and stopping, and then hitting that free throw extended jumper. Mm-hmm. Like he's, it's money, and it's and look, he's doing it against multiple types of defenders, bigger and smaller and quicker. It's just um, it's that's I like that. That's fun for me to watch. He was seven of twelve from three, seven of twelve, and then the Phoenix Suns shot forty threes and made twenty of them. 
Ridiculous. And they didn't go to the line much. Remember, guys, last no. time they went to the line all night, and Milwaukee barely got there. All right, we're back in three on the network. You're watching the middle on the Jacob Media YouTube page. Keep it here. Anything exciting you want to promote? No? <laughs> All right. I got the Jeff Van Gundy stuff coming up next. How about that? All right. You see this here? Let me let me pull it up. Actually, you know, at some point we should probably let's just play this video first. First and foremost. All right. <clears throat> All over the place here. This thing's gonna freeze up on me. It's gonna be a pain in the ass. This is the most bizarre thing, right? You want to set this up or should we just play it? Yeah, they're at the um, their first tee, which they were teeing off the 10th tee box, Rory McIlroy and his group. And they're standing there uh, with their caddies until they get the go-ahead, you know, that the, the group ahead of them is far enough down the fairway that they can tee off. And all of a sudden, some dude enters the fray. That's all I'm going to say. That's it. Yeah. Okay, well, let's bring this up again, and you can see said dude that yeah. Harry just mentions. There he is. There he is! He grabbed the head cover and couldn't get the club out of the bag, so he goes back and gets the club. And now they're like, what? What, what just happened? Who's that guy? And he's going to go. He puts the head cover down. Looks like he's going to, like, tee up a ball. Rory's still looking around like they're looking for security. Like, what in the world just happened? He's standing there with Rory's driver in his hand. What the hell is going on? Yeah. Now, here comes a guy who's going to, like, uh, confront him. And then they get a security guard in there. Eventually, I think he's wearing a red sh a red uh, top, like a long sleeve sweatshirt or something. He comes and takes him away. Here, here they come. The caddy's calling. Like, get over here, will you? Guy's just real calm. It's bizarro. He had to be hammered. Like, Dude. now watch, watch this. Watch this. They take the club. They try to get the head cover. He wants the head cover. And now the security guy just takes it and gives it back to the caddy, and they walk him out. He was shit-faced. Had to be. Oh, my God. Right? That's amazing. That's amazing. That's like, first off, this what? is the Scottish what? Open. Yeah, it's a big tournament. Yeah, there's some pretty big names there. Yeah. And that's Rory. That's Rory McElroy. Well, I yeah. tell you, you know, if Rory started living up to the hype, that would not happen. Okay. <laughs> this guy starts winning right. this tournament or two, then people would be scared of him. There's no fear. There's no security with Rory. That just goes to show you he's not even commanding security anymore. He doesn't even care anymore. Like, dude, he's going to miss the cut. Don't worry about it. Well, yes. I love it. You know, there's something to that, my friend. There is wow. something to that. Yeah, John Shelton points out that guy had to be half in the big. <laughs> he had to be. I'm like, trying to figure out. It's three of them, though. It's three of them, and it's just one of him. Well, there's two caddies and two players, so there's actually four of them. See, it would have been furniture moving. It would have been some clubs moving. I know. Can you imagine that with Tiger Woods? Like, Stevie Williams would have just taken that guy and broken his neck. <laughs> right. right. Seriously. <laughs> Look, I mean, if we're going to rip Frank Kaminsky for not throwing a punch yeah. at Patrick Beverly. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Eric Brooks, and Harry Mays. Wow, that video, man, from the Scottish Open. What is going on with that? It's pretty crazy, isn't it? 
Bro, how does that happen? I mean, I don't know. I mean, the guy just walked walked up there, grabs the the funny thing is he grabs the head cover, Roy's head cover, and it hopes to pull the driver out, doesn't get the club, and goes back and gets it. Right. And they're they're all just standing there while he's doing this. Like you just can't touch my stuff like that. Right. Bro. You know what I'm saying? You just can't right. do that, man. No. You just can't no, do that. You can't do that. Punched in the face. <clears throat> I mean, that's weird. We were at camp one time, man. Um up it was it was in Lehigh. We were in Lehigh. And we had to open practice. So I'm walking out. I'm signing autographs. So I set my helmet down, and I, and I put my gloves inside my helmet while I'm signing. And a fan just came up and just took my gloves out. Oh, man. And gives one to his, his little girl, and he kept one. Right. I'm looking like, hey, yo, what, what are you doing? One way, you don't get oh, free gloves? I, but still, I didn't give them to him, though. Yeah, just, right. just him grabbing it. Like, right. So take, I, I, take that. I literally grabbed him by his arm like I grabbed a kid. Like, hey, man, man, get my glove back, man. Are you serious? I said, yeah, you better give my damn glove back. Damn right. He gave me a glove back, and I looked at his daughter, and I let her keep hers, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> I let her keep oh, hers. What would you do with the other one? I don't know. I, I, think, I think I gave it to another kid. Oh, okay. I was say, you could have just yeah. thrown it out, just not give it to him. <laughs> yeah, man, but, I mean, I had to grab this man literally. I'm like, dude, this is yeah. not yours. You just can't come take my stuff. I mean, who are you to just take my stuff? Yeah. I didn't give you permission. It's crazy when like, you know, adults act like that. Like, right. you're right. Like, right. Like, kind of stuff is for kids. Autograph. Like, are you serious? Well, yeah. so they can repurpose it on eBay sure. or whatever sure. the latest is now. Uh, man, I, 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 I'll give the shit off my back, man. You know what I'm saying? You ask for what I'll give it to you, but you're not just going to come take it from me. I, I mean, remember that's just doing out disrespect. The Bar- uh, Brian Dawkins show. We used to do it at this bar down in uh, Philly, like Third and Spring Garden. Okay. And every Monday night, uh, when we do it, there'd be this line of bozos with all kinds yep. of memorabilia, like these little helmets, and and it'd be the same guys every week with more memorabilia, hoping to get him to sign it. Yep, yep. yep. So they could then, and he would he would personalize it. So then you couldn't go on eBay and get a nickel for it. Like he'd he'd say, "What's your name?" And he, the guy's, "Oh, Mike. Hey, Mike. You know, best of luck, Brian Dawkins." So then that guy can't sell it. Like if yep. he just signed it, you know, that guy'd be in five minutes would be on eBay. Yeah. You know, yep. trying to get you know 50 bucks for it or whatever. They're wow. such losers. And that's the thing, man. It's, it's what you get. <laughs> you, you see what Ash, Ash said? I was at the Nationals game and a mascot stole, stole my hat and stomped on it. <laughs> Yo, sometimes you, you, those mascots, man, because what man. Sometimes the mascots can be very, very disrespectful. Well, you know where they got that game from. The Philly Fanatics started all that. Oh, yes. did? Yeah. yeah. They're all ripping the Philly Fanatic Everything off. is a ripoff. Yeah. yeah. The Fanatic is, is crazy how it, it innovated so much. The Fanatic was groundbreaking back in the 70s, or whatever, you know, whenever they introduced that thing. I forget what year it was, but it was in the 70s. What is it about us here in this city where we have more mascot lore than we do <laughs> right. championships? It's, you know? Yeah, you're right. Brady, the fanatic. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Well, look, look. You talking about wag the dog? It's another thing. Wag the dog, man. What um, you know, with with uh, with the the flyers mm-hmm. and gritty. Yeah. We were sucking so bad they had to put gritty out there. Like, all right, here's gritty. Yeah. Everybody say hi to Gritty. Don't worry about what's going on. Yeah, ice, don't look over gritty. here. Right. <laughs> that, that's Barrett. You are. That's a, a great point. A thousand million percent right. That's exactly right. what happened for a year. 
and they had no problem with it. They paraded that thing out. And they took full advantage of the thing. fact. Mm-hmm. You, what else would you call it? I mean, that thing was on like uh, you know Good Morning America, like the morning Everywhere. talk shows and stuff. Everywhere. You know, I, I was, I, I looked at that thing. I'm like, what does it look like? What does it look like? I'm looking at it like, what does it look like? Yeah. If I if I'm a kid, that's a nightmare waiting to right, happen. Right. Right. You know what like, I mean? Well, so is the fanatic, isn't it? Like that's an ugly, stinky thing too. Well, it's very stinky. Yes. Oh, that, they do. That crap. I mean, the temperature on that veteran stadium floor in the summertime is like 130 degrees, and that you know that guy he's riding around on an ATV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bro. Nasty. And, and when you look at and when you look at gritty, I'm like. Who did they pattern Gritty after? I'm like, Gritty looks like somebody. And I look, I said, that's Voracek. They used yeah. him as the bust. Right. Looks just like Voracek when he grew his beard and everything. It's, it's out, man. Looks just like true. Voracek. Now, at 91 LSXers points out that Phil E. Moose would grope guys' wives. No. What? Yes. Phil E. Moose was one of the Sixers mascots, right? Wait, what? Do you know that for a fact, or is that a, is that a claim? It's being alleged. Okay. Wow. Yeah. What well, about I, I know the, I know the Franklin that was touchy feely Franklin what? wasn't what? Franklin the dog wasn't it yeah. a dog yeah, yeah he's still a mascot right now yeah. Isn't he? yeah is he no he's, is something he? happened though with Franklin getting into it with a parent really wow yeah. well, what is wrong with our city man seriously <laughs> well I know we the guy that's the is wrong with us. and Hooter the Owl Swoop. is a pretty good one too Hooter I know Swoop, man. I know Swoop personally, man. Like Swoop's the, the Eagles mascot. Swoop, Swoop is like, Swoop? you know, he, he works hard, bro. Swoop, there yeah, it really is. Hard. <laughs> Look, anybody, the, the physical being inside the mascot, absolutely, I agree right. with you, works hard, without a doubt. Bro, he's and he says, man, this thing stinks so bad. And they only mm-hmm. they only allow me to um dry clean it a couple times during the year. Right. I was like, dude, I just do it myself, man. I just I th- do it myself. I think the first Philly fanatic was Tubby Raymond's son. Tubby Raymond was the University of Delaware football coach for a long time. He was very, he did a tremendous job down there. And I think his son was the first fanatic. Oh, really? For some reason, I know that. I don't know why. (laughs) Son was the first fanatic? I think so. You pass that down? And then you got, yeah, Jeff Bruder points out the St. Joseph's Hawk. That's a very famous one because the Hawks wing. Has to at least one wing has to keep flapping the entire game. Like if what? you're the mascot, and I know, I know one of the uh, one of the former mascots at St. Joe's uh, was a female student there. She now works with my wife in her program at uh, at her job, and she was the the St. Joe Hawk for like a year. Right, and we talked about it a couple times, and and you know, like if they're at, at a timeout, the mascot will put like its hand on some player's shoulder but the other arm has to keep flapping because the the, the wing has to keep going as long as the game is going this wow ridiculous. how that's about cruel. that that's cruel man. yeah you gotta that's be in cruel. shape yeah and this is before you could use your likeness to get any money so these right. people are making scraps these <laughs> mascots <laughs> they're not making anything well now but, but hold on a second right this this opens up an interesting area of conversation here if you are the mascot, can you not use the mascot likeness to get a sponsorship? Uh, that's a good point. Well, the mascot likeness, though, could be anybody in the suit. It's really then the suit that you're you're bringing out there. It doesn't matter who's in it. Well, I don't know. Not everybody can flap for 45 minutes straight. It's not 45. It's longer than 45 minutes. A 45. Game 
That's a like game usually lasts like what? Not even halftime. Right. <laughs> well, I'm I'm looking at basketball time. They don't need to flap it in TV timeouts, do they? Oh yeah, that's what I'm why saying. the game is on. Yeah. When they were in a timeout, like the 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 uh, mascot would put its one arm on a player or a coach in the huddle, but the other arm had to keep flapping. Oh, that sucked. That's a timeout. I mean, did it give them like scholarship money or something like that? Maybe. I mean, they had to give me something, man, to be a mascot. Just, to, mm-hmm. you know, always doing something, always moving. Yeah. And heck no. Yeah. I mean, I thought I always thought the, one of the coolest things to do would be the guy riding on the horse for Florida State and takes oh, the yeah. spear into the hat yeah. or the Trojan, yeah. the, the USC yeah. Trojan guy, which is also on a horse dressed up, you know, in that a cool outfit. Right. That'd, That'd be pretty that- cool. I bet that guy gets women. Hey, you know what, though? They haven't gotten rid of him, though. I can't imagine that guy's going to be lasting much. He longer. doesn't. I mean, he's still there, but I that can remember um, not for long, Barrett. That that <laughs> mascot in today's day and age, I don't think has a big shelf life anymore, right? Remember the Oklahoma Sooners? Remember the Oklahoma Sooners? They had that um, that uh, Boomer Sooner. Well, that um, thing turned over. It is flipped over. Yeah, yeah, the Sooner Schooner. <laughs> the Sooner Schooner, man. Yo, that doesn't they, that doesn't take turns very well. Look, I remember it too, man. I remember it, man, when I was playing there, bro. Uh-huh. You know, so you know, I took part in that. I think the, the best mascot ever was um well it, it was terrible. The Buffalo man. at Colorado. Bro, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Man. I yeah. mean, Buffaloes are huge. I, oh, I know, I was, man. I'm standing next to them like, yo, damn, yeah. this thing is big. Right? Yeah. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember stood, uh, I stood next to one on a roadside in Wyoming once. Man, that's ridiculous, bro. Yeah. Ridiculous. I'm looking at them and 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 I'm like, dude, because I, I start talking to the guy that was holding it. I'm like, dude, what if this thing decides to want to go somewhere? I say, man, nothing we could do to stop it. That's right. Nothing we could do. You know, You're he said it was hooked. like like twelve hundred pounds, man. That's right. crazy. Right. I almost, I was almost, I was almost, uh, uh I was almost privy to to uh, a mascot almost losing his life. Life. Yes. We almost killed it. What? Oh, an, an I, animal, I, not a human yes, being. An in animal. the big eight? Yes. It Which was one? um it wasn't it wasn't the big eight. We were it wasn't playing. Bevo. Was, Bevo no. the Longhorn, man. He no, kicked people would butt. be upset, man, on that one. Remember Washington? When they were good at Steve. Oh, the Husky. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Husky. Steve Edmund, uh yeah. the Napoleon Cup. They had a squad, man. Sure. They had like eight guys going to first round. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> we're playing them, dog. And every time they scored, they had a, a husky. They will run from one side 30 to the other side of the 30. Man, by the third quarter, they were beating us so bad. I think they beat us like 58 to like seven or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. By the third quarter, it was so hot by the third quarter that the dog was laying on his back, laying on the side, breathing, his tongue hanging out of his mouth, man. They're trying to yank it to try to run. They scored again. They're trying to yank it and run. The thing laid there. <laughs> it wouldn't wow. move at all. That's how bad Washington beat us, man. They won a national championship that year, too. That's they were. Unbelievable. Now, man. was that Don James's Washington Huskies or Lambright? I don't know the who the coach. coach was. I just knew the players they had. Uh, Anthony Mason. It was probably Lambright. They had a squad. It, it, Billy Joe Holbert was a quarterback there. Mm-hmm. Bruner, Bruner was a, a quarterback there. Holbert was the quarterback with Kaufman? Who was, the, who was the quarterback with Kaufman? Remember that injury he had? Mark, Bruner and, Bruner. Mark Bruner and Billy Bruner. Joe Holbert. Both of them. Wow. They were there. Um, they, I still they, remember that injury going through my head. Hmm. <laughs> Unbelievable, you know, man. I was going to ask you something, all right? You went through the cast 
of Maverick. And this is for everybody. Barrett can be involved in this. Harry can be involved in this. I can be involved in this in the stream, of course. Mapes, who's in the house now for Ron Culver. Everybody can be involved in this. What's the what's the worst movie with the best cast? Because Top Gun, like whatever the hell that remake is of yeah. Top Gun, I'll admit has a really good cast. Yeah. But like the best movie with the or the worst movie with the best cast. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like a, a movie that was just an absolute pile of human feces, but had so many positive, strong actor actresses in it that you're still amazed it was that bad. Think about that. We're back in three across the board. Leave us a like. Make sure you're subscribed. It's the Jacob Media YouTube page and Sports Map Radio. You're listening, watching the middle. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. You know, I'm still stuck on a tombstone, man. I love that movie, man. Loved it. Doc yeah, Holiday, Val Kilmer, Doc Holiday. Mm-hmm. That was a phenomenal job he did, man. Now, I like, I like this girlfriend. Who was it? I forget her name, but in the movie, yeah. 
It wasn't Selma Hayek, was it? No, I don't believe so. I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Rose McGowan back in the day. Presented by Rocket Could be. I thought she was from the O'Reilly was she in that movie, though? I don't know. Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, we are rolling here, second hour, before we hit the weekend. And, yeah, man, no shows really going on, right? We have basketball on Sunday. I'm not looking forward to anything Phillies-related. I can promise you that. There's no more hockey. Nope. We got the soccer game on Sunday, England yeah. and Italy. Yes. Now, do you think, before, I don't want to derail your thought, but... No, I don't have any thoughts. Do you think... <laughs> In hindsight, seeing how bad that penalty was that they called that Harry Kane ended up depositing into the back of the net, do you think the fix was in to make sure that England got to the final because the finals being played in London at Wembley Stadium? Well, the semifinals was in London as well. Right. That's what. Yeah. But the final is too. Like They didn't want Denmark against Italy playing in London, right? No, because I think nobody would show up. You're right. Well, they'd show up. I mean, these people are are fanatical. I mean, you, they had Denmark people there. They paint their face. I mean, you know, they, there were eight thousand Denmark fans. They were cowered in a corner. But I'm just saying, if they were in the final, they would probably, you know, twenty thousand Denmarkians would get on a ship and and go over to England. No, I think England would block. I think England fans would be at the port you think blocking so? that ship in. You'd block them. <laughs> It'd be an old fashioned <laughs> tea party. They'd sink it. Yes. Exactly right. You see cannon fire right from the the coast. Oh, we've I mean, seen it happen before in Philly. We've seen it happen before. I mean, right now there's a there's a boatload of uh, Italian uh, soccer supporters going through the Straits of Gibraltar on their way up right. to England. Well, that's the thing. At least you know their pl- English fans are going to be in there, so they're not trying to prevent other people from getting in. Okay. It's more a matter of if they were not in the finals, then you'd have a bunch of hooligans. Uh, I see your point. You know. It's a fair point. Absolutely. Right. Be, uh, you know, intimidation having there with the old Bobby, right? Slapping it on their hands. Bobby's, yeah, 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 yeah. The nightstick. <laughs> uh, you know, you're coming to see a game, are you? Yeah. You ready for your general knowledge? Huh? <laughs> you just bash them over the head right, with something. Right. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe you don't want, or, you know, the Italians, that, that may be a little bit more uh, difficult of a group to intimidate, right? Right. All right, Eric Rogers uh, has answered your question on the stream that you gave just before the break, where you said, describe it again, great cast, the worst bad movie, movie. best cast. Well, he's taken a twist on this, but I love it. Eric Rogers says on the stream, Sports Center is horrible, but it's not a great (laughs) cast. That's a great response. (laughs) You think about Dan Patrick, Keith Olbermann before he went nuts. Stuart Scott, you know, Scott Van Pelt, who's still there. You're uh, right. Eisen, Rich Eisen was great. You really right, Larry Beal. Remember Larry Beal? Larry Beal, yeah. Kenny Main. Right? Kenny Main, who's no longer there now. A lot of people are no longer yeah. or even with us, like Stuart. Yeah. Right. There that was they had a really strong run. Craig Kilborn. Uh, Kilborn, right. Yeah. yeah. They had a really strong run. And and look, not to say that people now aren't good, or, but it's hard. And some of it is just life. Mm-hmm. Like the people watching now, they're like, oh, come on, fill in the blank is amazing. Trust me, you're going to have the same conversation in 10 years about fill in the blank being this all-time, 
while they jammed somebody new on there. Like it got to the point where when I was still watching SportsCenter, it got to the point where there was just constant rotation of people. Yeah. Linda Cohn was great. Linda Cohn and Gail Gardner. Remember the redhead Gail Gardner? I think her name was Gardner. No, it was Gail Gardner. Let me look her up. She was really good. Gloria Gaynor. No, no, no. Okay. My boy Sterling used to tell me all kind of stories about. Yeah, Gail Gardner. She was great. (laughs) Tell me all kind of stories. About Gardner? No, about about Espen back in the day. Oh, yeah. Man, she's 71 years old now. That's amazing. Late 80s, early 90s, and then even into the mid to late 90s. It was a good run. What had the better run? SportsCenter or SNL? Ooh. SNL had two separate, like, strong peaks, right? Yeah. Eddie Murphy, old school. Dan Aykroyd yeah. deal. Right. And then you had like Belushi. Mike Myers, new yeah. yep. Chris Rock, Myers. Chris Rock, yep. Yep. Uh, a lot of people came from from like Chris Farley. Yeah. Uh, that those two, I think, were the strongest. Run. I'd probably say yeah. Saturday Night Live. No question. I mean, you, you gotta look at Espen though. Espen, you know, really changed how we consume sports, man. They were the only way to consume sports back in the day. So I mean right. that's right. You know, but but then SNL, man, you it changed the culture, man. It's funny because they, I mean, that, when that started, we had cable and it was like with the, the cable box was like this little the, like pad with like five or six different keys that you'd punch. And those <laughs> yeah. were the different channels like USA, uh, you know, ESPN, HBO and all that stuff. Right. But like it started in 79 and they were showing like programming in the early 80s, like rodeos and, like, you know, it's all this crazy stuff that you'd be like, that's a joke. They're back to doing that now. Like right. the stuff they, because now they have like four or five networks and they, there's not enough stuff. So now they're throwing all this crazy stuff like cornhole. Cornhole is on ESPN. I think we should about be that. doing that. It's right down the street from us. What is <laughs> the a National casino? Association of Cornhole? Yes. Huh? That's a casino. Yeah. yeah Valley Fork Casino. I know. It's a, it's, a, it's a thing, but I'm just saying, like, oh, do you man. watch it on TV? I don't know. We should be doing shows from there. Yeah, live well, events. Whatever. Well, I know, that's I know. a whole other uh, conversation. Oh, but I know I mean, my like, shop, man. In the cornhole. My shop used to be, you know, what's what's happening in uh in Philadelphia sports, man. I mean, they really started like putting it at a level. You know, you. I mean, CSN was mm-hmm. all that back in the right. day, and it's probably going to be gone pretty soon. That'll uh, be on Peacock only. You watch. Think so? I hope mm-hmm. not. <laughs> yeah. I want a job still. <laughs> All right, now AJB is back on the stream, and there we go. He had to change accounts because someone canceled his other one. Remember wow. this yesterday when I saw that on Twitter. I have no idea what this is. Wow, this is all news to me. This is this needs an investigation. So how, how, how did they cha- how did they cancel his, his his account? I don't know. I wouldn't YouTube even know how did? to do it. I had no idea. I, if I knew how to cancel somebody, I probably would have canceled someone before AJ. <laughs> I'm sure I would have. Welcome yeah. back, bro. Welcome back. Yeah, I, that's that's wild. Speaking of which, we have a, a what and all these golf highlights coming out. Yeah, See this Kevin Na just did something that I don't think I've ever seen before. At least that I can remember. He was putting from not the 
first, but technically the second cut right off the fringe. Okay. So this is pretty thick. I'm going to pull this up here. This is pretty thick. And just to give you a heads up of what's going to happen, because we're going to have to play this in the break, just to give you a heads up, he doesn't use the square head of the club. He uses the front of the club. That's he what I do all the time. Head. I putt with the nose of the putter if I'm off the green. Well, we're going to see this happen. Yeah. It's crazy. What? It also, it also goes in. I don't know if Harry's goes Yeah, in. I've made him. Yeah, I sure know. I have. I'm the only guy that does it at our club. It's a VJ Singh move. Gareth. What I'll the hell are you talking you. about? I'll show you. You have to have a certain type of putter to do it. Okay. Oh, it looks but like you, you turn the putter and you hit it with the nose of the putter, not the face. So mm -hmm. there's less putter going through the heavy grass. You just, you know what I mean? Like, oh, oh, yeah. I, I hear you, Harry. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You yeah. can only oh. do that, though. You can only do that with a hammer swing. You can't swing a regular club that way. No. There's mean, no way. Mean, a hammer like, swing. Like to the point where you're you're coming through. It's a putting on, stroke. That's what I'm saying. Like as opposed to having to to like swing down and through it. Like you mm -hmm. could not physically hit the ball and chip it that way. Is my point? Forget, no. Right. I'm not talking about 180 out. I'm just no. saying like you couldn't chip. Yeah. It you use way. that's exactly what I do. The toe. The t the end know. of the putter. Yeah. Look at this shot by Kevin. Uh -huh. Knott. Oh, look yeah. at the height he got. Yeah, you pop down on it, man. It's a great move. Are you yeah. kidding me? I got to see that again. I got to see that one again, Percy. you got to have the creativity. Like mine. got all the imagination. Can we see that again? I guess not. Yeah, but, he, I mean, he couldn't do that with, like, a spider, a tailor-made spider putter. Or a, right, right. A big mallet putter, like the two-ball piece of garbage that uh, Rom was using for a while. You can't do it with those. That's a pretty cool shot to have in your yeah, bag. it is. Comes right. in quite handy when you miss as many greens as I do. I just love the height he got. <laughs> Where it just rolls off the edge, and when it rolls off the edge, it doesn't stay on the fringe. It goes right two or three inches into the thick freaking rough. <laughs> At least you're getting close. Yeah. How many times did I pick up and just walk where you guys were? <laughs> Oh, every which way but loose, uh, Barrett. It was Philo Beto was the character's name. Oh, okay. Clint okay. Eastwood. Philo Beto. That's a great name. <laughs> Dude, you should name Philo your next Beto. kid Philo Shander. Philo. Philo Beto Shander. What that would be F-I-L-O? P-H-I-L-O. Oh, man. B-E-D-D-O-E. Oh. oh, phenomenal. That is something. Sandra Locke's character was Lynn Halsey Taylor. Sounds like a porn star. Right, it does. It does. Yeah. Man. Ruth Gordon was in. She was phenomenal. That old lady. She was in a lot of good movies. Oh my goodness, man. This this is this has to be one of the Worst times of the year. That's oh, terrible. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. 
here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right. What do we got? 20 minutes till overtime. <laughs> I had the feeling that there's like a like a sand in the hourglass thing on on Aton's like desk over there, <laughs> and he's just like watching the sand go through until it's one ten in the no, afternoon. No, 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 not at all. Look, I I don't have. I'm not rushing to do anything but more work. Trust right. Me. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's that's just true. Like I don't have anything. It's either help my wife with the baby mm-hmm. and or do the next two and a half shows I have. What do you got? What are the two and a half shows you got left today? Well, I have the Awesomeo show, this baseball show, from four forty-five to six, and then I have my iHeart show from six to eight. Wow! So you go four forty-five right to six, and then immediately flip a switch and go right from six to eight on another network. Yep. Well, I'm on Awesomeo, which is their YouTube channel. Oh. And I'm connected on the Comrex, so I sign off and then just push a button and say, "All right." I'm now ready. it's a baseball show. We you hate baseball. No, no, no. This is all DFS. This is fantasy. Oh, so okay. I play fantasy, anything that I can make. And here's another thing, too. I have access to this guy, Adam. Adam Share. I ship my money DFS. This is his account. So you see mm-hmm. me tag him a lot on tweets because he's their NBA main guy, but he does a lot of bas- uh, baseball as well. So I'm, I'm learning about the strategies of fantasy more so DFS, more so than I am. Like, I'm not asking about Cole Hamill's ex-FIP, right? I'm not right. asking about, or I should say Aaron Nola. I don't know why I mistook the two. Like, I'm not looking at advanced stats. That's what Adam is doing, and we're having fun with it. I'm just setting up questions and kind of leading the conversation, and we go game by game. So luckily, I have a guy with me who is entertaining and fun, and we can have some fun because it's not the most exciting when it comes to content. So we kind of have to make it exciting. Right, right. right. But look, you know, we, we rip pitchers, and, and I get to rip Joe Girardi, and I get to, you know, exasperate <laughs> on the Phillies. So it's and it keeps people from ripping the Sixers. All right. Now what what is some of these movies or what is an example of a movie? Give us one that had a great cast, but it was just a piece of garbage. Me? Yeah. Do you know one? Because you're really good with this stuff. I don't remember like who was yeah, in I just what. Forget. Yeah, I just yeah. forget, bro. Like would Titanic count because of Leo uh the movie was terrible. I give you one. I give you one. Kate Winslet. You won an award. It meant a Kelly Award. That was terrible. You knew what was going to happen. The boat's going to sink. Right. And it was. And it was like some stupid spin on it by having that old woman tell a lie the whole time, just so that they could recreate the Titanic. What about? I'll give you one. Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky was a Tom Cruise movie, right? Oh, that was the worst. Atrocity of a movie. Yes. Right. Right. It had Tom Cruise, Cameron Diaz. Right. Russell and Penelope Cruz. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Terrible that, movie. Those are four strong actors. Well, Tom Cruise it. did a couple of bad ones too. At that Vanilla Sky, wasn't he in that too? That was all. Yep. No, no, no. And then I'm thinking of Magno- Magnolia or something. Steel or, Magnolias. No, no, not Steel oh. Magnolias. That was actually pretty good. <laughs> right, right. That was actually good. All right, I'll oh. give you one. This was a bomb. No pun intended. But Pearl Harbor. Yes, terrible. Pearl Harbor was at now. Look, look at who's in this: Ben Affleck, Josh Barnett, Kate Beckinsale, Love Ewan Bremer, Alec Baldwin, Jennifer Gardner, John Voight, Cuba Gooden Jr. That's a strong cast. Like to fail yeah. that bad, you would be accused of tanking on right. purpose. I think they did bad. tank. I think I think uh, uh, <laughs> Sam Hinkie was a producer of that movie. <laughs> it was three hours long. That movie, three yeah. hours of suffering. 
E. Rogers got a couple too. Uh, Gangster Squad. Yes. And American Hustle. Boy, let, let me start with Gangster Squad. I was so, so, <laughs> so disappointed. I saw that in the theater. And I was so, there were multiple times in which I was trying to convince the people to walk out. And I was right at that point where I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave. Ryan Gosling, Sean Penn, Nick Nolte, Josh Brolin, Emma Stone, Anthony wow. Mackie, and Michael Pena. And you have, Jeez. this Gangster Squad is worse than any of the movies we mentioned. As far as this specific, like, category of having the best cast right. and yeah. the, uh, the worst movie, I think Gangster Squad is in the lead so far. What about Magnolia, this Tom Cruise flick I told you about? It had Philip Seymour Hoffman in it, Jason Robards. Um, uh, let's see. Patton Oswalt was in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was terrible. I never saw that. You didn't? It came, no. I think it came out or in a similar time period to, uh, uh, the other one you mentioned. Okay. Vanilla sky. Vanilla sky. Maybe that's what it, they just buried one of them over the other. Yeah. Wow. Julianne Moore was in it. John C. Okay. Riley. That's strong. Yeah. Now. I don't know. There are a couple here. Like, how about this one? And I would maintain that the first one is not a great movie, but I understand that people flock to it. But the sequel, come on. Oceans 12 is awful. You know, the first one, great. Yeah, Oceans 11. uh, But it was just recycled. It was basically the same movie. Right. And you had, again, like, listen to this stack of people in this movie. George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Bernie Mac, Don Cheadle, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Julia Roberts, Andy Garcia. Wasn't Elliot Gould in that? I don't know, but I thought he. No, I'm thinking that only thinking of another one. Um, you know, I'm, 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 it's I'm Catherine gonna... Zeta-Jones. You can't just oh, say yeah. Catherine Zeta-Jones. No, no, yeah. you got to go. <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones. Is that like with uh, J. Hap? You can't call him. You have to call him J. A. Hap. Correct. Okay. You guys, uh, what about Blow? Did you guys like Blow? I didn't like Blow. Yes, man. I thought yeah. Blow was a good move. Look, I didn't like Blow. I wouldn't put Blow in this category. So if you if you think like Blow was overrated or Blow was blown up to be like Goodfellas, you know, times two or whatever it is, then then I'll I can see that. But I don't think for me personally, Barrett, and you can go on, but I would just say I wouldn't put it in this category. I did. I didn't. I just didn't like it. Godfather Three was terrible. Oh yeah. Yeah. But- oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's expectations from, you know, the first two, though. Correct. Yeah, of course. It was still bad. Now, and what had a was great this cast. Movie? Did you guys ever see movie 43? 43? No. Yeah. No. I saw 42. Apparently, right. This is called movie 43. Every oh. individual segment revolves around some sort of taboo subject. So Kate Winslet, for example, plays a woman on a blind date with a man, Hugh Jackman, who has testicles on his neck. Meanwhile, I'm reading this right from ScreenRant.com. Meanwhile, Chloe Grace Moritz portrays a teen girl, tries to prevent her boyfriend from seeing that she's just had her first period. Other skits star Dennis Quaid, Greg Kinnear, Seth MacFarlane, Liv Schreiber, Naomi Watts, Anna Faris, Chris Pratt, Emma Stone, Richard Gere, Kate Bosworth, Justin Long, Jason Sudeikis, Uma Thurman. I think that's the winner. Gerard Butler, Holly Berry, Terrence Howard, and... Elizabeth Banks. My God. You just rattled off like 25 stars. Right. Green Rant says movie 43 is the worst film anyone involved with it has ever made. And that includes Gerard Butler, who's been in some pretty, pretty rough ones. It said the movie. film was shot over a period of seven years. 
What? It's an anthology comedy. I never heard of it. It all comes off desperate, like the filmmakers are utilizing shock value for its own sake. The skits are also deeply unfunny, which only makes that problem worse. Most of the actors who were guilt-tripped into appearing, and there's a link to whatever that is, mm. were so embarrassed by the film, they didn't show up for the premiere or do anything to promote it. Wow. Can you Man. imagine that? Like, that's worse than Amy Fadul texting Barrett being like, are you going to tweet out that we're on the air or what? Right. <laughs> Oh my god! I've never seen this before. Have you? Richard Gere was in it. Man, All right. it looks like it looks like there are more people in Hollywood who were in it than not. Than not. Yeah. yeah. You guys have never heard of this either, right? Never heard of it. Nope. Are you going to rush to see it or what? No. Okay. All right. You can see me, right? Yes, yeah, I can. I'm, I'm taking a drink. You got to kill a second or two. Jeez. Oh, well, yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking something up on the computer. Why is it always well, on you, me? You know, it's a bad one. Army of the Dead was pretty bad, also. Was that a it's It just, it just, it just came out. All right, I see one on the stream here. It was play action real, suggesting Grand Canyon. Yes. I've Canyon heard of this movie. I've seen it. I've seen okay. it. It's, it's of again. I think the idea of Grand Canyon was similar to Crash where you had multiple storylines coming together and interacting. But unlike Crash, which, again, I didn't think was a great movie either. and It, it was, was okay. Cool. It totally overplayed some stuff. But, yes, unlike Crash, which at least had something to kind of sink into, this was just a boring story of a bunch of different people. Mm. But it was, you know, they're great actors in Danny it. Danny Glover, it. Kevin Klein, Steve Martin, Mary Louise Parker. Yeah. You know, Steve, pretty good. Again, like Steve Martin, not in a role that we're used to seeing, right? Danny Glover, not in a, this is early 90s. So he's not Murtaugh. And, right. you, know, <laughs> or, you know, he's a family man who's not a cop dealing with Mel Gibson. That's cool. Yeah. Boy, Danny Glover, if we can just sidetrack from the sidetrack, Danny Glover has to be one of the all time, what would you call him? I mean, this guy, he's hes definitely first ballot Hall of Famer, right? Yes. Definitely. Although uh, anybody, in, like that whole Saw thing, nah. But he's been in so many amazing movies. And he, he's been doing it forever. Mm -hmm. He's like, he's like uh, you know, like Yarmir Yager. That's who I think of. <laughs> right? Somebody yeah. who can play forever. And Forever. he is strong in 2020 as he was in Bat 21 in 1988, which is right. an amazing flick with Gene Hackman, by the way. Yeah, it is. Uh, lethal. How many lethal weapons were there? I think Wasn't it four, four, right? Yeah, I think four. Yeah, because they had to just. He was older in the first one than he did in the last one. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how that happens. I tell you, he was actually in Maverick. Yep. Yeah, good call. He was in Maverick. I forgot. Well, I think we mentioned him. Here's the thing. It's it, it's not a great movie, but it's not a bad movie. And I think it's not a bad movie because Danny Glover's in it. And that's Predator 2. Mm -hmm. Like they at least took the storyline and evolved it somewhat. And they made Danny Glover, you know, like much more human than Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was this right. big muscle who could like battle right. this alien. And I, I thought, look, I'm, I'm not big on sequels anyway. Godfather 2, there are some exceptions, but. I thought at the very least Danny Glover 
did his best to make that a respectable movie and not just a, a you know, like yeah, he couldn't help yeah. Grand Canyon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. He couldn't help that the, one. He was in the yeah, color I'm, purple. He had yeah. some range, oh, yeah. Danny Glover. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, this, this man here, you're right, has a bunch of range. He's been funny. He has that gruff voice to him. Uh-huh. He does have his own, like he's got a smile. It's not the Denzel smile, right? Right. But he's he's got his own smile too. He owns the athletic, the old athletic man deal. You know what I'm saying? Yes. He, like he he owns it. You know what I'm saying? Like he knows he's not an athlete, he knows he can't run fast, but yet still he gets the job done while he's doing it, man. He's like <laughs> our he, you have to go back to like cause because now our diet has crushed this country, but he's like our own three of our like our grandfathers. Right. Probably like 65, <laughs> 70 years old and could still kick your dad's ass. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Because, right. Because of how like, yeah, he's the dude that's 65, 70 years old. Like, you know, they tried that with Morgan Freeman and that movie Red. Right. And uh, Bruce Willis and these other guys that were just Danny Glover. I could still believe would come out there and kick somebody's ass at 55, 65, 70 years old. Yeah. <laughs> How old is he, by the way? Uh, I don't know. He was in the oh, Royal Tannenbaums, too. Uh, I didn't care for that too much, but yes. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's a range, is what yeah. I'm saying. That movie, by the way, might be for some in this category of bad movie with a great cast. There's a pretty strong cast. Was Hackman in that, too? Yes, he was. Yeah. He was. All right. We got to take a quick one here. We're back on the network coming up in three. It's the middle on Sports Map Radio and the Jacob Media YouTube page. Hey, yeah, man. He's almost 80. That's amazing. Get out of here, in, man. Well, he was born in 1946, so 54 and 20. Jeez. He's 75. Damn. He's 75. That is amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Boy. Yeah, The Witness is great. Witness is one of the best movies Glover was in. The Witness? Yeah, with... Harrison Ford. The oh, Amish. yeah, yeah. It was filmed Amish. in, uh, yeah, Amish. Yep. Wasn't yeah. Kelly, was Kelly McGillis in that? Yeah, she was. She's the mom. Yeah. She yeah. played one of the, the Mennonites or the Amish people. Yeah, well, Amish. She's the mom of the child who witnessed the murder. Right, right. Yeah, and, and I mean, both of them, Harrison Ford and Danny Glover, are, are really good. Yeah. Wow, you see this? The Poconos. See where this is here, Joey. That's a good one too. Splash. That was a horrible movie, man. Wasn't that Tom what? Hanks or back yeah. back in his oh, early days? Yeah. And uh, uh, what's her name? Was the mermaid? Yeah, you you got to see uh, Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah, right? He looked full naked, right? Yeah, that was worth it alone. Wasn't very impressed with her. Well, it's never a big Daryl Hannah guy. I think you're thinking of Daryl Hannah, the porn star. Not no, 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 no. Daryl Hannah, like in Wall Street. Oh, okay. you know. Eh. Because there's a woman with the same name. A whole lot of hype. Yeah? Didn't live yeah. up to it? Yeah. I'm just saying, as a 12-year-old kid, you get to well, see... Well, yeah, I was, I was a little older then, but... I got you. All right. I All right. <laughs> well, this thing is crazy. So, Kalahari Resorts and Conventions is a water park chain with a location in the... Poker- yeah, it's the Kalahari. Yeah, it's a big... Uh, yeah. They've teamed up with a company out in san francisco that will now create an aquatic virtual reality experience for water park rides and swimming pools Hmm. you interested in that well here's the thing here's the thing 
at at first when I saw this, I thought, so you sit on your couch and you put this on and it simulates a water park. But it's actually not that. You are still on the tubes and you're still in the water slide, but you're wearing this waterproof pair of VR goggles. Okay. And you go on an African safari, an alien encounter, or a castle with fire-breathing dragons. Now, if you're a kid, oh, that could yeah, be Yeah, that's, cool. that's big. You're still going down the slide. It's not like, you know, this is to prevent another way to prevent kids from going outside. You're still there. Right. You know, uh, Mapes has been on the stream. No, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Sean Mapes checking in. Wow. Monuments Men deserves a mention, he says. Never saw yeah, I that. Agree. I agree. What, what is that? That's a brutally bad movie. Uh, and it did have actually. You got to pull that up. Okay. Uh, we got to give him some credit. So Sean Mapes, who is highly active on both the production element of this program back in Houston for Sports Map Radio, is bouncing in on the stream, which we love, and did suggest a movie here, the best cast providing the worst movie. Mm -hmm. The Monuments Men is not a good movie at all. And I'll let Sean describe the movie himself. But the cast has a big group of people, recognizable people. George Clooney, Matt Damon, Bill Murray, Kate Blanchett, John Goodman. Oh, I know this movie. Correct. Yeah, this is not too, what, five, six, seven years ago, maybe? 2014, so yeah. Okay, so. yeah. Now, what's this about, Sean, just to kind of give us an update? So, full disclosure, I think I've only watched parts of it, like, with my dad. It's a great dad movie, I feel like, where... It's about like these guys that have to rescue art during Nazis from the Nazis. Yeah. 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 This was actually, and I think I should give him a shout. This was actually one of our interns here, Kenny's suggestion. Oh, so nice. I, okay. I threw it in the chat because I did look up the, I was like, yeah, because we we're thinking of movies that had like famous casts, but there weren't like respected actors, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, this one, it's actually like, yeah, like you said, Clooney, Murray, John Goodman. Uh, Matt Damon. So yeah, this this is my uh, you know selection for and thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's wow, not good. Kate Blanchett was in there. Yep. Yeah, it's a pretty strong names that failed miserably there. I was also looking through uh, Matt or uh, Ben Affleck's filmography because I know Ben Affleck's probably good for a couple of these uh, great cast, terrible movies. Yes, that's that's that's, that's a thorn in a. Oh, uh, we the, can't the stand chance, him. Yeah. <laughs> and me. Not for me. Yeah, he's Sorry. a he's a tune out. Big time tune out. Yes. I mean, I'm out. I hear him. I'm out. I see Ben Affleck. I'm out. Oh boy. All right. Overtime next. Sean, thank you, sir. Great stuff, Sean. Have a great weekend to everybody else out there. Stick around because overtime is next here on the middle. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. 
Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Boy, how about this uh, Wimbledon match going on, Aton? I bet your dog's having a feast uh, with this. Djokovic against Shapovalov. Yeah. <laughs> I, bet, I bet he calls him Jokic. Jokic, like the basketball player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Guaranteed. he didn't even get Jokic right. Remember, he didn't he call him something else? What did he call him? Jokic. 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 Yeah. yeah, that's right. Jokic. <laughs> that's what Shapovalov. I mean. Oh my god! Now what's happening? Last I saw, this guy is giving Joker all he could handle. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, the Joker won seven six, but now he's down three two in the second set. You know what I smell, Harry Mays? In game, I smell alive. Uh, let me see what I, I mean. Look, the books aren't <laughs> stupid, right? So they know that it's not like you're going to get Joker right now at plus a thousand, right? By all means, but I am curious to see. I mean, he's at minus 700 right now to win this match. So you, you don't get any break at all with the, with this heavy of a favorite here. <laughs> I can't believe it. Well, he won the tiebreaker in the first set. I have him down 3-2 in the second set. Yeah. Right? It's 40-40. Yeah. Love, love. Or not. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's um, We're sitting at deuce. Pardon me. And, you know, if you wanted to take some risk right now, you could jump in. At 
Shapilov at plus 340 live to win this thing. You know, I mean, it's it's not bad. He's up a game down the set. Yeah. Nah, Sharapov. Yeah, <laughs> what the hell? Something's wrong I mean, with Sharapov. <laughs> playing in the men's final? Right, right. <laughs> now, you could bet the sets. Like, here's the thing. Straight sets is still in play at plus 155 for mm. Joker. 3-1 at plus 185 and then 3-2 at plus 450. Here's the thing. And he's he's not, I mean, Joker's serving right now. Game point to tie this thing up three games after uh, six of the second set. So really, I, I think if you wanted to make a live play right now, it would be Joker still winning in straight sets at mm. plus 155. I, I'd listen to 3-1 right now, but I don't think there's a need to take Shapovalov, 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 in in winning a set right now, I still think that even though with the tiebreaker, look, first sets are hard, man. First mm. sets are not easy just to come out and dominate somebody unless they're awful. And uh, Shapovalov has has made it here this far. <laughs> Interesting. I would I would look at straight sets right now at plus. Assuming that's still the bet at plus one fifty five. Now is this the semis? Is this the men's semis? Uh, the finals on Sunday morning, right? Yes, I think yeah. we're at the quarters, right? Oh, is it quarters? Correct me if I'm wrong. I thought it's over this weekend. It is over this weekend. Well, it's Friday, so that, how could it be? Oh, the you're, right, you're right. It's got to be the right. semis, right? Because it, the women's finals on Saturday. Right. Saturday. Yeah. So this is yeah. right. So <laughs> correct. You have um, right now. You have Joker. You still need coming up at least. You still need one more. So who's on the other side of the bracket? Like who's? I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, hmm. Down to now, it's down to five fifty. Set wow. two. I mean, look, you've got he can't break Joker's serve. I don't know. It's tied right now, three games in the second set. Joker's already up one set. Mm. And with a chance to break Joker's serve right there, Dennis could not. I, I mean, I, I'd still think you're not gonna get any value on Joker other than either laying games or set or set betting. Take that for what it's worth. All right. Uh, I guess uh, Berrettini, is that the other, the Italian guy? Yep. He's in the final. So he's on the other side of the bracket. Okay. Berrettini. (laughs) Who's he playing? Do you know? He's already made the final. Oh, he's already made the finals. Gotcha. What it says. That makes sense. Makes Matteo Berrettini reaches first Grand Slam final at Wilmington or Wilmington, Wimbledon. Could be in Wilmington. It maybe could be. Maybe there's a major down in Delaware we don't know about. Well, there used to be a ladies uh, women's golf major in Delaware. That was going to be my next question. And what is the most famous sporting event to take place in Delaware? Uh, well, maybe Blue Rocks. Uh, you know, the Delaware fighting Blue Hens played some big games. Or the LPGA McDonald's oh, yeah. Classic. That's probably Which was huge. a major. That was yeah. a major. If that's NASCAR. a major on tour, right? Yeah, NASCAR, NASCAR too. He's NASCAR, right. Yes, that's right. Dover. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dover, yep. Shame on us. Yeah. Dover, Delaware. That's, that's huge every year. Yep. Yeah. Which makes, and that's what we're talking about, which makes PA, because look, Delaware is only so big, but mm-hmm. that's where a lot of people from the Poconos as well. There's a track, like think about Pocono it. Raceway, yep. Yes. Yeah. So there's a pathway, right, Barrett, from the Poconos yep. down to Dover. 
where you can travel and, and see this sport in some pretty big areas. Yeah. It's big time. And I, um, uh, who was my quarterback's name? Oh my goodness. Uh, Ripken. Ripken had us down. He has a team. Ripping. Ripping. Yeah. Mark Ripping. Mark Ripping. Yeah. 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 He's and got we, a race um, team. He had a, uh, he had, you know, a couple of his linemen down there. We were down there and we, you know, helped push the car. Oh the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Back mm. in the paddock. Yeah. So that I was pretty Joe, cool. Man. Joe Gibbs got him involved in that. Yeah. 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 He had a huge yeah. into that. Huge into that. Yeah. That's crazy. The Pocono Raceway is a trioval, if I remember. I forget. I was up there. It's kind of like like the shape of like the Talladega Raceway and mm, Daytona okay. and stuff that I call the trioval. And then yeah. the Monster mm-hmm. Mile is just a straight okay. circuit. That's circle. what that is, right? The straight oval. Run. Yeah. Got to turn left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd go to one of those races. Hell, I'd awesome. go to a Formula One race, too. Well, those I, bet it, I bet it's fun. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, you could just They're get like Grand Prix kind of like, yeah, just chill at the right apartment complex. You can just probably see him zoom by. Right. Now, outside of game three on Sunday, what's the top click of the week? Because I don't see anything really. The soccer. Uh, yeah. yeah, the soccer. You got to get with the soccer. The Euro That's final, right. man. I mean, England's never won that. That place is going to go bananas if they find a way to beat Italy. Aren't so you lock in, Italy? lock in with the soccer this weekend? Oh, jeez, is that all we got, man? Well, yeah. you got the uh, the Scottish Open in the morning, and then you got the the, the John Deere in the afternoon. Yeah, I got, you got the Senior Open. The Senior uh, Open is in Omaha. It's a great golf course. I'm not doing terrible in my golf so far, but I mean, this this is such a crapshoot, you know. Mm-hmm. Such a crapshoot. Wise ZJ Wise is cooked, by the way. He is he? One, he shot one over yesterday. I mean, it's I had ZJ, Hank uh Lebiota, Johnny Vegas, Kyle Stanley, Ches Reevy, and then Wise. So Wise is Wise is the one who's not pulling his weight. Mm. But all those guys are are top ten. Johnson, Lebiota, Vegas, Stanley, and Reevy are all top ten right now. Wow. Not bad. Pretty good. Four of five in the top ten. Five of six. I stand corrected. All right. Anything else before we get out of here? I think I think we pretty much uh, covered it all in the first twenty minutes of the show today. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and we still got two hours and ten minutes out of this thing somehow. Thank you. All we ask is that you leave us a like, you subscribe to the Jacob Media YouTube channel, and you have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.